OTG OTG Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Marlon, aka Hades. We are at the Retro World Expo 2018 Day 2. I got my boy Shywan, aka BKNY Forever. Yes, sir. And up in this bitch. Right? Um, kind of shorthanded today. And uh, we're definitely uh, going to have some good stuff rolling today. I think for some odd reason, I think the audio just popped up a lot on this. I'm trying to figure out why that happened. Um, we got tons of interviews going on today. Tons of interviews. We're going to be getting into anything we could possibly get into today. We got um, first first up. I gotta say, first first group we have up is um, Super Thrash Bros. And um, I gotta get my paperwork out too because I gotta make sure I have all their names and and, and abilities. I guess we would call it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, True. But but today is definitely gonna be an awesome day. I'm looking I'm looking forward to, to today. Um, what about yourself, Shy? I most definitely am. Uh, got a lot of stuff going on. This is day two. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, everyone's going to go out guns blazing, definitely, metaphorically definitely. speaking. Of well, yeah, I hope not. Hope yeah. not. That was, um, that was, that was bad. Yeah, eh, whatever. We can get that yeah, in post. Yeah, true. Uh, shit, Capcom had a game called Gunsmoke. Whatever. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we're looking to, looking forward to a lot of stuff. We got the shirts back out at the at the table today. Um, we actually have Super Thrash Bros waiting for us right now. They're actually rocking out in front of us for some odd reason. <laughs> cool ass group, cool ass group. Wait till you guys check out the interview with them. Um, they're definitely going to be up next. We got a lot of stuff that we're going to get into later today. Um, there's a lot of tournament stuff. There's some finals tournaments going on. There's still we got, still got the same vendors going on, and the Asian lady still has her boxes up. We're, and we're I, I'm going to take them shits down myself. Um, but uh, yeah, Dev, we got Pete over here as well. Pete's gonna jump in on a couple of interviews we got going down um, during the rest of the day. Um, I think they close at five today. So if, if anybody was getting down there, hopefully we'll see a lot more um, OT, OTG peeps than we've seen in the past. Uh, well, actually, since yesterday here, um, and we get we get a lot of good stuff going on. I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous. Excited. What are you? What are you? What are you thinking? I'm indifferent. Yeah. Because I know it's going to be dope no matter what we do. So you know. Well, that's true. Just like facts. Absolutely. Like everything we say is a fact. So. But hey, listen, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back with Super Thrash Bros. So, again, this is Marlon, aka Hades, and this is Shaiwan, aka BKNY Forever, and up in this bitch with the Only True Gamers podcast, Retro World Expo 2018, day two. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy Marlon, aka Hades. I got my boy Shywan, aka BKNY Forever, and up in this bitch. This is the Only True Gamers podcast, and we are sitting here with a very, very special guest, Super Thrash Bros. What's up, guys? How's it going, man? Hello. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So, um, why don't you guys introduce yourself? Because there's a lot of you here. We didn't even have enough mics for them, peeps. All right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll go down the line if you want. Hey, uh, I'm Eric. I play drums in Super Thrash Bros. Uh, and yeah, that's about that. All right. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm a guitarist. All right. I'm Brian. I'm the announcer. We can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm the bass player. All right. I do the other guitar. Okay, the other other guitar. All right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, 
So how long have you guys been doing that? This I'm gonna open real quick. Like we're not gonna play no games here, even though we like to play games, right? Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Right? Straight to the point. Like, how long have you guys been doing this together as a group? This iteration, two weeks. <laughs> this iteration, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. bit of a revolving door of a lineup. Yeah. Okay, okay. A few years now. Yeah, the band's been going two. what two and a half? About two and a half years. Okay. Okay. Mr. Announcer Man, you got anything on it? Well, as far as I've been concerned, this I think is my like second or third show with them. Okay. So, yeah, I'm 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 fresh meat. Oh, okay. And he's already got the exclusives, right? Look at that. Oh yeah. Ah. Inside scoop. Okay. How about how many songs do you have? I know, Shywan. I know you got some questions. I know you're gearing up over there because I can see the wheels turning. Um, so that's the like, smoke like, I'm like, smelling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's probably the setup. I don't know. <laughs> I see all the shit we got going on, right? Oh, jeez. Um, and, 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 again, talk how you guys want to talk. Um, I cuss and swear like a pirate, a sailor, whatever you want to do. Um, this is definitely 18 or older over here. So, all right. So don't hold back. Fucking out. Um, Sounds good. Exactly. That's In what I'm talking about. But, but yeah, uh, about how many songs have you done covers of? Because I know when I was listening to it, and again, I apologize, I was late to the party. <laughs> and, um, you know, some, like I said, some stuff going on this week. And I listened to a couple of things, and, and right now my favorite is the F-Zero mix. So how, about how many have you done covers of? We have like 10 medleys from different games, roughly, that are active in our shows right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you actually break it down to individual songs, though, it's something around like 30 or 40 yeah. songs. Oh, uh, okay. So everything's kind of a mashup? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Again, it's all I like haven't. a bunch of moving parts. They all come together. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I hadn't really gotten a chance to get into everything. And, and, and peeps, don't get at me on, 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 on social network talking about how I didn't do my homework. I don't know the story. <laughs> all right. Be settled down. All right. Um, so, like I said, I've, I've heard of a few of them, and like I said, the, the F-Zero one is my favorite mix. I know I know Shy Wan's got the wheels turning. I know he's got some stuff here. He's got his questions from his phone. I'm seeing him looking down and all this stuff. He, he's, I'm telling you right now, this guy's way more prepared than I am, and I have to bring the shit. <laughs> Dude, someone's got to do it. Right? Well, I mean, um, you know, what were your inspirations as far as becoming a band? Because I know there's all different types of... I mean, you know, like there's the Legend of Zelda Orchestra and all types of, you know, thrash metal bands and things of that nature. Was there one particular band or just basically the vibe of gaming in, as itself and be like, hey, you know, we can do that because that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we've always been into video games right. and we've all been musicians for years and years. But, um, I mean, like two and a half, three years ago, I saw a Bit Brigade video and I was like... Oh, okay, okay. That's really cool. That's awesome. We could do something like that. Right. So. Yeah. Excellent. I saw a Facebook post from Ryan. It was, it was uh, what was it? I want to make a video game band. Serious inquiries only. And uh, yeah, two and a half. I love later, those. Excellent. Here we are. I love the serious <laughs> inquiries only. I love that. <laughs> nice. So so okay. So I'm assuming you guys aren't all childhood friends then. Oh, uh, no, not really at all. I didn't really know it, any it did. of them before this. So it just is basically just take out a Facebook ad? 
Then, for the most part, yeah, just about. Yeah? I think I met Ryan once, like, yeah, one time before that. That's why I was friends with him and saw the post. Other it, it's, like, it's like they just jump together and like, We are sex robots and we're here to rip your hair off! <laughs> Pretty much. Um, <laughs> And um, I know he doesn't have a headset. Look, again, peeps, don't be getting at me on social media. I'm not rich. I pay for this out of my own pocket. Um, this is just for the members and stuff like that. But um, what about what about you? When when did you meet them as well? Same thing, like a like Facebook post. You saw it and click add me. Yeah, I kind of met them at the same time that he did, but I wasn't in a band until about two weeks ago. Oh, okay, okay. So you guys are still, damn, that's real yeah, fresh. Yeah, I had to learn all the songs in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, what a pain in the ass. But he pulled through <laughs> like a champion, for real. Dude, seriously. Well, I mean, I'm assuming so because, again, I don't know how many were together when I, I mean, I don't remember exactly which one it was that I was looking at, but the F-Zero medley was pretty goddamn dope. So I don't know how many of you were together at that point when you were doing that, and again, this is me late night perusing the you know your your entire page and stuff mm-hmm. like that, just trying to find stuff to listen listen to without bothering my household. Um, <laughs> um, but again, that F Zero mix. I don't know how many times I'm gonna say this throughout the whole thing, but that F Zero mix had me like yo. And and I'm a hip hop head, like you know, and I do I dabble in a, a bit of extra music, you know. Except for I don't do country. Don't get at me on social media. I don't do country. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear nothing. Um, the true story like there's not a lot of people I, I there's, there's enough foul shit in the world I don't want to hear about your dead cat and your scratch of Ford truck I don't want to hear <laughs> about there's that. only so many songs you can write about your ex-girlfriend and your pickup truck before exactly. I realize that you've got everything that you have to offer yeah exactly right you're, you're we know you're damaged you're coming to a relationship <laughs> damage we get it <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fine that's fine um, but yeah that that particular um, video I was watching I, I don't remember how many of you t- were together at that point so is all of this stuff that's up just recent just we just got together and we're just going we're hashing out every single convention and whatever you, we can get into yeah uh, most of it's pretty recent uh, yeah well that's true yeah uh, fa- most of the Facebook stuff is pretty recent YouTube and eh, not so much yeah that YouTube stuff's a little a little older okay. probably about a year Okay. Yeah. About a year old. So if you like the F Zero stuff from a year ago, I think you'll like it a little better today. Okay. Okay. I'm again. When I have that time on my hands, I'm definitely going to be listening to every single piece. Um, now, do you guys have like stuff recorded on like, um, you know, whereas I can download it and just save it to a drive or something, um, there's, or there's put it in my iPod or something? Who does iPods? Never mind. Stuff up there, <laughs> but, like, we're in the middle of finishing our uh, first studio album. We're waiting for the mixes to be finished, actually. Oh, as we okay, yeah. okay. Yo, listen, I need to be on that emailing list. We got okay. one. Hell yeah. I need that list. I need that stuff sent out to me immediately. I need to know the prices. As a matter of fact, let's do that right now. Let's do that right now. Let's let's talk about the pricing and stuff. When you guys are going to sell this album, what's it going to cost us? Oh, boy. That's, I'm uh, trying to be loud enough to, to get down <laughs> there as well. <laughs> We're making this happen, peeps. We're making this happen. Um, to my old TG community, peeps, we're making this happen right now. These guys, these guys are dope, man. You guys got to check them out. Back to the question, though. I, I need to know the pricing on this. I might have to leave cash with you today. <laughs> the first pre-order. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, Dude, man, if yeah. I can be that first pre-order, man, I'll, I'll do it. 
Yeah. What's up? Let me know. What do you got? Really? Here it goes. We don't even know what we got, man. So, okay, so... <laughs> so, let me, re let me change that question then. Do you know how many tracks you're going to have? Do you know the name of your album? They're shaking their heads, too. Yes. Because y'all can't see mm -hmm. us, right? They're shaking their heads <laughs> right now um, to each question. And what's going to be that price point? We're looking at an eight-song album. And okay. As far as the title goes, um, we're kind of drawing our inspirations of thrash and video games together. Okay. So if anybody's familiar with Metallica, yes. they'll enjoy uh, the title Master of Buttons. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you did there. I like that. I mean, That's see. Our whole name is a pun. Puns are kind of, yeah. kind of the thing that we, we go for with this stuff. Apparently, um, I don't like puns, but I'm really good at them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no but we're almost like good at puns. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. He'll puns. tell you, man. Yeah, he, he, I'm the worst. He's the hater of puns, but he'll sneak stuff in and be like, "Whoa, that was pretty genius." For <laughs> 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 someone that hates puns so much, I, I have a knack for it, but I really don't like them. I don't know why. It's, it's uh, weird. I, I think I should literally be called because even on a ride home last night, I was throwing out puns and didn't even realize yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, right. It's crazy. I should probably, man, yeah, I should probably dip, dibble in some puns. I should make a pun book. How about a pun novel? I, I, I think instead of dabbling in a pun book, you should get help. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Now, um, on the album, are you guys going to have, like, at least one original composition on there? Like, um, you know, that's, like, non-video game related, just to kind of sneak stuff in, and, or it's going to just be totally for the for the culture, so to speak? Totally for the culture. Excellent, yep. excellent. That's nice. the original stuff. E either way, nice. would have been fine with it, but that's, that's, that's pretty good. Sticking to the concept. Too. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Cool. And um, what what about more dates? You guys have um, a lot more dates lined up. Yes, we do. On uh, September fourteenth, we're going to be playing at J One Con in Atlantic City, okay. and the next day we're going to be playing at AVGC in nice. East Rutherford, New Jersey. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Um, so I want to let you guys talk a little bit about your band, what you guys do. Um, what you guys do on stage and um and then maybe we can get into that exclusive can we get into that exclusive i'm trying to get y'all to drop this right here like nobody's nobody's gonna hear this i know there's a couple of you who don't know what's going on it's, it's, i don't it's, know what's going on to give to give context we all dress up in costumes yeah that's okay. one of the things that we do and okay. um anthony has made sure that his costume is a secret yeah we okay. don't even know what it is. They don't know what it is. I'm. I know what it is because I had to work out a, like an announcing bit oh, for okay. his character. So that's why you're. So the, okay. I know what it is. So that's only the only reason why you know what. That, it is. That's, that's okay. the only reason why. They're wow. going. They're <laughs> going to find out when he comes out on stage. Nice. So oh, that okay. that's why it's so like. So we a can't do the exclusive right now because they, you you want know, them man. to not know what's going on. <laughs> that's, that's I, I don't know. Yeah, just, just, just keep it under your habit. Don't worry yeah. about it. Hey. Okay. Okay. Right I don't what's know, what's man. Because I'm, I'm big into exclusive. As soon as somebody says yeah, anything yeah, about exclusive, <laughs> I try to get it out of you as quick as possible. Even like Daniel Pasina of Mortal Kombat fame, he was here a couple years ago, and I was trying to drag an exclusive out of him about a video game. 
he wasn't biting. Mm. And I didn't want to press too hard because he could whip my ass. So yeah. <laughs> he's actually a master yeah. martial artist. So I was, yeah, I'm not... him, I was watching him give an expo last night to a couple of drunk fans. And Oh, hell no. Oh, oh, oh hell <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> Watching, watching, watching people that have their equilibrium all thrown the fuck off, trying to do spin kicks. <laughs> oh no! That's the highlight of my fucking night, dude. Uh, it was great. There were no hurling, were there? Like, uh, uh, I wish there was. Like hurl in the middle of a spin kick. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a new move in Mortal Kombat. The reptile yeah, dude. projectile. Re- reptile. The reptile projectile. <laughs> Hell yeah! But yeah. um... Again, back to you guys. This is all about you guys. I know I like to joke around and shit. I like to have fun. You and it seems like you guys like to have fun too. That's what we're here So we want to let you guys have a little bit of fun right now. So let's let's get into some stuff about what you guys like. Let's get into what you guys like. All, all every single one of you, even Mr. Announcer guy standing back in back of us, all all tall because he's super tall too. Yeah. Um, he's just standing back there over everybody, towering. That's pretty much how you do that on stage, too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's a little bit more, like, pomp and circumstance, and I'm dressed a little bit nicer. But, yeah, I just kind of, like, tower over everybody. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I'm getting that vibe right it's, now. It's hard for me to not do it. And I'm looking back like, God damn it. I can relate. <laughs> He's tall, too. I should have put him back there with you. That could have been a little duet. Dude, dude, six-foot squad, let's go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just under six foot. <laughs> I got, I got an exclusive club that you'll no. never see. That's fine. <laughs> Fucking tall uh, people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, w- I want you guys to get into some stuff. All the stuff that you like to do, even <clears throat> even stuff outside of here, because we want to make sure that people understand. Like you're, you're st- even though you do this stuff on a regular basis, basis. Excuse me, you're still regular people and like to have fun. Right. So. Start wherever you want to start, and we'll go through everybody, and then um, we can go go for some other stuff from there, man. This this I mean, is awesome. I, I'm 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 pretty. I don't know if you can tell, like I'm pretty excited. And I got that nervous excitement to me because like you guys are you guys are super fucking cool, and I appreciate that you guys came over here, oh, yeah, even man. though we we're having some technical difficulties at the beginning of the show. Uh, we really appreciate you guys coming over here. So we want to give you some time to to, to get in and, and talk about your stuff. Well, thanks for thinking that we're cool. Uh, <laughs> we're actually. I think you're one of maybe nerdy. like three or four people who think that we're cool, not including us. <laughs> Our votes don't count. But uh, yeah, when it comes to just hanging out, having fun, uh, I I like to play music and play video games. What a shocker! <laughs> um, yeah, and it's, I teach music in my spare time. And, nice. Uh, that's about that. Music, video games, and music again. Yeah. That's all you get from me. Yeah. I definitely hear that one. I'm pretty much on the same page as Eric there, um, playing guitar, or I'm playing video games, hanging out. Nice, nice, nice. I'm, uh, my, my life is uh, has significantly less video games in it, uh, mo- mainly because I work so much that I never really have time to like sit down and play them. Okay. But... Uh, Oh, I like that all too well. Mainly, mainly consists of working and like promotional stuff. Yeah. Actually, um, I I run my own independent booking company back home. Nice. And uh, I book a lot of like local shows in the area, and I'm all about like like a lot of word of mouth, a lot of socializing, a lot of like yeah, public cool. relations and promotion and stuff. Awesome. Um, awesome. But when I'm not working, I I kind of like being home alone and not having to talk to everybody. Yeah. Because I do a lot of that, and yes. when I'm home, I like to. I, when I'm home, I'm like, 
it's my space. It's yeah. my time. And yep. when I'm ready to come out, I'll leave. R.I.P. MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. no, Tom! Tom, no! Wait, wait, wait! Who? Tom got screwed. Yeah, yeah but he, say, he got. No, left. dude, Tom got sucked. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> who, who bought MySpace? Was that Timberlake? Who Did bought Justin that? Timberlake buy MySpace? Somebody, some music dude had yeah, bought it and didn't do anything yeah. with it. Yeah. And I definitely R.I.P. to that shit. Yeah. What's that? I said, what are you going to do with it? Bury it? Yeah. Right. At that point, <laughs> she's like... Right, right, right. They, I know they were trying to make it into more of a, a musical type of thing, so yeah. for more artists and stuff, and that didn't work out. But I know we got we got two more on the end here, and I want to make sure we can get to what you guys get into as well. And then I'm going to have a question, one question in, um, for all of you guys. And then I don't know if Shaiwan has anything, anything else after that. So let's let's go. I'm usually doing this something something for this, you know, whether it's okay. I don't know, just going over details and working. And Less gaming, the more I'm doing this. So you know, I try to try to find a happy medium of both. Oh, just always moving. So so lightly gaming, smidgen. When, I can do when it. you can't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my man's over here. So spare time stuff. I don't know if you can hear us. I want to make sure you can hear us. Spare time stuff. Um, I play a lot of music. Of course, I play a couple different instruments. I record stuff for money. Okay. Fix cars. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I like to drink. <laughs> Beer. <laughs> Amen. And uh, do other illegal activities, too. Oh, okay. That's about it. Well, that's on the internet forever now. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky we won't have to worry about that. I don't think I have any. Well, I probably well, do have some. Uh, illegal is varies from state to state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. I, 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 do, uh, I do the 35 and a 25 all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's happened. I get there, up and down my street. <laughs> right? So, so Shaiwan, you got a question? You got um, any more questions? Because well, yeah, I got I, one more, I know. I, I did want to mention, um, as, as far as, like, family is concerned, like, what do they think about what you do? Like, for example, I know you you, know, you live regular life <laughs> now, as far as, <laughs> you know, as far as just, you know, you, you work. You He's like, hobbies, my mom's like, fuck that. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, my son is, you know, doing some band <laughs> video game thing. Um, you know, as far as what is your... <laughs> He's your, losing it back here. He's straight what, losing what, it. What do your people think about what you do? Well, well not that you even care or not, but <laughs> I know you're here to, here to, to chatter. So, are they supportive? Are well, they, they pushed us to start playing music really young, so they okay. pretty much said, do whatever the hell you want, just don't half-ass it. Okay. Okay. That's fantastic. Okay. I showed, uh, yeah, I showed our dad the video of what we do, like... I don't know, about a year, year and a half ago. And after watching like a 45, 50 minute video, like without a word, he just kind of looked at me. He's like, and they pay you to do this? (laughs) (laughs) You know, same same reaction from my mom. was like, you know, when we were younger and these games were coming out, like we never expected this. Yeah, yeah. I I grew up in it, so. Yeah. Yeah. I I got a phone call. From my dad yesterday. Oh, this sounds. And he was like, "Hey, hey, hey, Brian, what's up?" I'm like, "Not much. What's going on with you?" He's like, "Um, "We're gonna go out to dinner. Do do you want to join us?" I'm like, "Dad, I'm I'm in Connecticut." (laughs) (laughs) And my dad's exact response was, "Oh, all right." Um, 
<laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, my, my parents... <laughs> My parents are super supportive, and uh, they like as long as I'm happy and not doing anything stupid. Yes. they don't really, they don't really care. We're yes. not getting caught doing anything stupid. That is, that is true key. story. That is key. Like, true story, man. Like I, I, I leave for a couple days and I come back drained. Like they know what I do. They, they know what I do. They're like, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. You don't have any warrants, right? <laughs> not that we're aware of. Not in Jersey. <laughs> not, yeah, not in Jersey. <laughs> Oh shit! Gotta make sure home base is clean. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna cross that finish line. I don't know how clean Jersey is, but okay. Oh, (laughs) it ain't. Dude, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. It really isn't that clean. It's it's quite it's quite dirty. Yeah. Yeah. No. uh, Pretty supportive on my end too. Yeah. I mean, my dad's been playing music literally as long as I can remember. Uh, I, because of it, I can fall asleep to anything. Okay. Uh, who's uh, like four years old? He's playing with his band, practicing the room over. Nice. Like, nice. Just, nice. So they're they're kind of blown away by the fact that like we do get paid for this and we get asked to come out to these things. And but I mean, hey, if it works, it works. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say the same. Like my family got me into music when I was younger. I started playing a guitar when I was twelve or thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I've always been in bands, but when I started this one, I guess they were kind of more shocked to see it go further than previous efforts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was a big deal. <laughs> when you're in, like, several bands, and, like, especially up to that point, and then the one where you're just screwing around in the front lawn just takes yeah. off, and you're just kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah, you, yeah. You ne- the, the one you never, the one you don't expect to do well is always the one that succeeds. yeah. I got, I got a buddy of mine. Um, shout out to Dennis, because I know eventually Dennis. he'll check this out. Um, Dennis plays the guitar in a band. He's been in a band for tons of years, and Pete probably knows him better than I do. But um, this guy's all over the place. He's been all over the place, several different bands. And I, I don't know if he's fully... I know he, he was committed to a couple of bands at a certain time, but I don't know if he's ever like really locked in anything and got... Like, taken off to that next level i know they 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 go they were doing tours like crazy and again like my buddy pete probably knows more about it um but I, again it's that that one it's always going to be that one band that's just going to take off out of nowhere just like you said and he's been doing several of them so it, maybe he's still in that that groove where he's waiting for that one to take off for him but it's just like you said there's there's always that one that never really had that recognition and all of a sudden boom it just pops and takes off um so shout out to you guys for that man it's it's definitely awesome i'm definitely gonna rep the hell out of you guys um i'm also gonna invite you guys to join our group um on facebook you know separately or as the band or whatever just so people can see and you guys feel free both do both if you want to however you want to whenever you want to feel free to put music up um it is gaming related so nobody will have a problem with it plus i'm the owner and creator of it this is my partner in crime right here. We don't have a problem with it. So oh. if anybody has any problems with it, you come holla at me. I'll set you straight. <laughs> we got the progression. Right. Hell yeah. Super Thrash Bros is that group right now. Um, you guys got to check them out. Um, why don't you tell them where they can find um, all of your content and con- contact info? Whoever wants to do it. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we got the Facebook thing. We got the YouTube thing. We got the Instagram thing, the Twitter thing. And... As of what, three, four days ago? Just about. We just launched uh, our Patreon. Nice. Very nice. We're offering things like uh, exclusive live stream access to shows and uh, behind the scenes footage, that kind of stuff. 
So we're hoping to build that up and uh, keep taking this thing further. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot of really big, grandiose ideas for what we want to do, and uh, we're going to need a little bit of help for it. So, you I'm, know, you I'm help, all you for help, that. You help us out, we'll help you out. It's, I'm, I'm definitely all for that. Um, and like I said, you guys can, when you come out with content, you can put your content out um, in our group. Um, we'll do the whole Twitter thing. Anytime you announce something, I'll retweet it. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Shaiwan will yeah, retweet right. the same. Right. Um, we have a couple other people that um, on, they're on our little uh, banner on the top here that are part of our what, what we like to call Super Stream Team. Um, and we'll put the word out to them as well. Um, some of them couldn't make it today. So we'll let them know as well. And we'll also get all of this information out there so people can um, enjoy in your music. Because like I said, the F-Zero shit had me like yo. And I'm digging it. <laughs> I'm digging what you guys do. I'm definitely going to be making it over uh, when you guys, or at least I'm going to try to. We, we, we had to cram a lot of stuff in today um, because yeah. of some stuff that went on yesterday. So I'm definitely going to try and get over there so I can check you guys out live. Uh, live. And I want to see what this exclusive that I'm not getting right now is. No, uh, so dude, I we'll definitely want to we'll do take it. A, we'll take a like, like we know what we'll do. We'll take a picture of it. Like so, when we have it, so when okay. you, this goes up, we, we can post a picture of it. You'll be okay. The first one with Definitely. Yeah. I, you'll be the see? first. You'll, you'll get your exclusive. I'll get that exclusive. You'll get that exclusive. <laughs> see, Clue? That's how you do it. <laughs> Shout out to Clue because, you know, he listens to it too. So let's check our podcast out, right? Okay, so, All right. you know, that's going to be about it um, for our interview with you guys today. Again, I can't express how nervous excited that I am to have you guys on. I really appreciate you guys coming through and putting up with our technical difficulties and our yeah. lack of another... Um, microphone and headset, you know, for a man's down the end. I know he can't really hear what we're saying. He's looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> dude, uh, all he needs eyes, is a cigarette right dude, now. Dude, and he can see that eyes, guy. His, his eyes probably aren't even open right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, is he that felt, part of the illegals? <laughs> no, it's part of that we drank a lot last night. And he's probably still very asleep. True story. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we definitely appreciate everything that you guys are doing. And we're definitely going to help you guys out the best that I can. Um, we are definitely going to be in touch on a regular basis anytime you guys come to connecticut please let me know i want the exclusive every time you're in in connecticut um and if i can make it out to a show i'll definitely make it out to a show to see you guys um again uh we appreciate you guys for showing up oh yeah man um, thanks so much and, uh, for having us yeah we yeah man it's not a problem support. at all hey it, and you guys can hit me up and say hey we want to do another interview too we could do it we'll go back and forth with that um, Dude, seriously, let's do it it's because a lot of fun. It, it, yeah I, I'm, we're, we're gonna be here every year so Right. Um, any year you come here, you're welcome to sit down for an interview. Um, well, hopefully they want us back next year. <laughs> I'm pretty just sure they to make sure we don't yeah. fuck it up. I'll, I'll, I'll go talk to Chris. I'll tell him you better have him here every year. Chris, Chris Crone, the uh, guy that runs the show, um, he's good friends with one of my buddies. Um, I, I've known him for a number of years as well. Um, he keeps dodging me on the interviews, though. I'm going to get him today, though. So shout out to Chris Crone. Shout out Chris to Retro, um, Retro Games Plus, Retro World Expo 2018. This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. Your boy Shaiwan, BKNY forever, or up in this bitch. We got our peeps here from Super Thrash Bros. I'd like to give them a round of applause, but I don't know how it's going to work out. Yay! Round of applause for our group over here. Super Thrash Bros. Thank you guys for showing up. Um, we're going to make you guys do a drop for us, too. So we'll do that in a little while. We'll let you guys relax and walk around and stretch your legs because these chairs are fucking ridiculous i hate him See, i don't know about you i feel great <laughs> so says the announcer who's standing behind us <laughs> looming i like that I, li I might use that i might have to use that but hey thanks again for joining us um to our peeps out there 
We're going to come back with some more interviews in, in a few minutes. And um, same thing. Please post responsibly. Thanks for showing up, showing up guys. We appreciate it. Later. Much. Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. We're sitting here with Shaiwan, a.k.a. BKNY Forever. And up in this bitch. Hey. And, uh, hey. We had an awesome fucking interview earlier. Yes, we did. That was super fucking dope. Those guys are awesome. Um, super thrash bros. Um, they had one of the guys, uh, Brian, I think, actually came back over here and was just chatting it up for with us yeah, after. That was it. And uh, they're actually getting ready to go on stage probably in the next, what, what did they say, 2 o'clock, right? Yes. Probably in the next half hour or so. Um, today, see, I don't know, the flow seems better today. Nothing was really changed, but the flow seems better than it did yesterday. There was a Definitely. minute here, there was at least, I want to say like 15, 20 people in the same section we're in right now. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe it's the day, but I still, I still don't like... The only thing that helps us right here is the, the you know, shirt-wise, selling shirt-wise is the actual, um, oh, I like her hat. That's so dope. Um, the only thing that helps us is with these shirts is that the curtains that I complained about are up high, and they allow us to put the shirts up high so people can see them. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just thinking, you know, we have to go with the flow. We have to improvise. Uh, yeah. Taking some tips from a lot of the other vendors they yes. have stuff that's elevated so i figured well hey you know if they're going to go high then we have to go high you know definitely um, definitely definitely no disrespect michelle obama <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but uh you know we had to uh, sort of elevate our um what we're selling yeah i agree our t-shirts and uh you know we've gotten a couple of good sales from them so yeah, I think um, yeah, we got a couple of sales or a couple of other people that were looking mm -hmm. and were just about to buy one. And I think I screwed it up by telling them I can put names on it. <laughs> and now they're like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite on that one. I'm going to email you later. I'm like, shit. That's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll get one to you until later. But um, we're still trying to push the shirts. Still trying to push them. Uh, we also we ran into um, David Rodriguez. D-Rod. Hey, man. Shout out to D-Rod. Actually, I, I think he's going to uh, come back and probably sit with us in a little while. I know they're roaming around checking out a couple of things. We were actually talking about the Super Thrash Bros because the guy was still here. Um, but, yeah, uh, him and his brother, uh, or his buddy, I'm, I apologize, not his brother, but um, his buddy. Um, brother from another mother. Yeah, I could take that. That's fine. We do that. We got this um, hood-ass Donkey Kong right here. He doesn't even have weight on him. <laughs> Like definitely a hood ass Donkey Kong. <laughs> hey, it got a big ass banana though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pause. Pause. But, um, oh yeah. shit. Post at it. Look like he's got a big ass. Boop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's an actual banana. Yes, it is. Uh, and it's got lips. Wow. Okay. This is awkward. Yeah. It's getting. It's got pink. Maybe we should stop talking. We should talk. Stop talking about that guy's anorexic plush banana. Donkey Is that Kong better? With the plush. Yeah. No. Pause. No. No. I no. think we should just stop talking. Okay. About never that. mind. He doesn't Let's exist. Move on, All right. Yeah, we're gonna move. <laughs> like you said, post edit. Yeah. We totally screwed that pooch. <laughs> 
Hey, you started it with the guns blazing. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fuck this all up. God damn it. This is how we get true unfiltered shit. That's why y'all love us. Absolutely. Uh, we don't we don't spit no false shit. We all facts. That's right. We but stay um, we stay with the game. We stay ahead of the game. We play in the game, and gaming's our life. True indeed. So you know, like we were saying, we so we elevated our shirts so they're um, you know everyone can actually see them. The way that the booths are set up, um, you know, the curtain rods, if you will, they're very high. Okay. Um, it's like a gift and a curse. Yeah. So you know, it really does depend on the vendor on whether or not they like it or they don't. Yeah. Um, compared to just a year prior, right? Just last year. Yeah. Yep. So um, you know, to be honest with you, if they're gonna have them this high, then we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know? I, I totally agree. Good. We just need um, to kind because everybody's doing on, it. Right. We just There's need to kind of work on our fellow vendors. Again, the um, the Asian sister across from us, she still got those boxes. Four stacked four high, you know they can fall on any little kid. Yeah. You know, age yeah. eight, you know, on down. Yeah, they're pretty high. But uh, yeah, that that's stuff that has to be rectified. But other than that, we're having a great time. It's a great expo. Everyone's having a um, a good time. Like I said yesterday, there's smiles on everyone's faces. People are coming out to spend money and yeah, I was getting ready to say that. Yeah, I was get, definitely getting ready to say that too. Like, there's a lot of money being spent. Right. Like you could tell. Even like I said yesterday, I felt like there was money being spent. But I, I like looking at today, even in just our section, because I know yesterday's podcast, you'll hear it. I actually complained about, um, you know, some of the flow and why they have these huge ass. Um, curtains up in between the rows like they do and i don't think it was i don't think it's conducive to the flow it kind of prevents you like some people i have already seen today some people come into this almost into this section and turn around and leave um and and i think it's because they don't see down the rest of the path if they had changed and had the shorter um the shorter uh, uh i guess skirt type things um, separating the booths would be a little bit easier to see. And plus, I think in setup, too, people would keep that in mind and they wouldn't put stuff the way they have put them. Because I was even thinking about today trying to pull a curtain aside and just, just so people can get a view when they're walking in this, this section to see what we were doing and what the people next to us are doing. Um, and I realized that they have so much stuff right next to the curtain that it's not beneficial to move the curtain at this point. Now, had it had been the shorter curtain they would have thought twice before putting what they put in that section of their booth in that section. Um, and, maybe, and at that point, that would have allowed us to get a little bit of view, a little, a little bit better view. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It could yeah, be. Or maybe, you know, it depends on the respect of your fellow vendor, too. Um, yeah. Plus, the, or the booth next to us, they have a lot of stuff. Yeah. But overall, I do agree with what you're saying. Like, yeah. Um, you know, Appreciate that. Get rid of... You know, it's high, but but again, you know, if, if this is the new way, we'll just make it work and start having, you know, hanging things up and, you know, just making making it a little bit more attractive um, in somehow, some way, like we have, uh, you know, things sort of angled mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. the uh, aisle coming in so you can kind of see, hey, you know, I can't really see the, oh, you know, there's a television there or there's, yeah, yeah. you know, there's... Um, some stuff set up for like what looks like a podcast or something like that so you know I mean 
Again, I guess it's all about improvisation. I think something uh, needs to be done with these chairs too. This shit is oh, bullshit. Oh, the chairs are wicked. There, there is no, no shy explaining that away. I, you know, <laughs> to be honest, like suck. I would rather sit a little higher. Like, I don't know, man. I'd rather sit higher. Yeah, they're just not comfortable. Even getting up, it kind of laborious yeah. on the on the knees. Like I really hate standing up. I just want to sit down for a substantial amount of time. Just fall to the ground and stand here, up later. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, the, the 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 table chair scenario is a little low. I mean, yeah. even shorter people are still like kind of leaning over a bit to the table. Right. Um, I, I wish I had. I, I guess for us, maybe maybe they should have offered different size tables or something like that. Yeah. I mean, because for the money you spent, can I get a choice? I mean, if I give you 10 extra bucks, can I get better fucking seating? <laughs> yeah, true. You know, give us some options. But and, uh, I, I hopefully think, that's yo, man, we should just freestyle and just do our own thing. Like, you know, if they're going to provide this stuff, like I already told you, next year we're bringing our own chairs. Some better, more you know, solid I mean, right, folding right, chairs exactly. and stuff like that. Hey, what's going on, guys? Going on, How are you? Yeah, definitely doing a pod. We're live right now. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> recording live right now, and we're talking to you. We're, we're chatting it up. So, you know, I'm, you know what I'm gonna do, Randos. We're gonna get, we're gonna get you in here. Let's see, I'm gonna swing this over, right? How you doing? So, so lean over and say hi. What's your name, man? I'm Gary. How you doing? Not bad, not bad, not bad. Oh, you gotta get closer than that. Astrid. Okay, okay. So, what are you guys doing here today? Just shopping around, trying to pick up some old school stuff. Um, I just, I bought my. Well, I always kept in my house. You had to be a game. There you there go. You go. That's right. Oh, you gotta lean in and say that again. You gotta lean in and say that again. That, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. I held that, so all my children, yep. brothers and sisters, cousins, you had to have a level of game. It was, it was just like knowing how to dance. Of course, I don't know how to dance. Uh, <laughs> well, you took up gaming instead, yeah, right? Right. right. <laughs> so, yeah, so we just came to look around, and a few things in here I got to show my daughter, like laser discs. I've never yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. tell her about a laser disc. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's kind of neat walking around here. This is a Raspberry Pi? Yep, yes. yep. This is my buddy Pete over here. He's selling those. Um, he's affiliated with us, so... We, ch- we help him out. He helps us out. He's selling the Raspberry Pis. We're telling people now, if you're interested in a, in a Raspberry Pi and you want to get one, get one from him. He's got the best prices around. I got, I got three. Oh. See, you know what? I was trying to sell for you, Pete. You see what I was trying to Oh, see, I was trying to. Oh. I used to manage arcades and all kinds of things. Oh, so did I. So did I. I did, well, yep, prior life. Yep. Definitely doing other stuff now. But, yeah, I had, um, I did. Maybe four or five arcades in Milford Amusement Center and uh, in Milford. I did that oh, nice. when they were smiles and stuff like that. Did the arcade in the Connecticut Post right. Mall in Milford. Um, I did Foxwoods and Mohegan. So yeah, we're in the same field. Yep, loving them. I, I wish I could afford it. <laughs> I mean, it's, so, this guy's got pictures. This, uh, to all my peeps out there right now, this guy's got pictures. I'm, get, I'm definitely getting him in the group. He's going to take a card. I didn't want to do a pie for my dad because I didn't want the management. Yeah. So I yeah. just did him a jamma. So I got him an old case. Oh, case, yeah. I put a computer monitor in it. Where'd you get that from, man? Um, I bought it on Craig's. There's a jamma oh, box. Oh, damn. Oh, put in speakers wow. in there. Wired, wow. I do wire harnesses and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, and, yep. Um, I'm with you, same thing. If you have a card, I might have to get your card. <laughs> <laughs> I can write my email for you, but yeah, I, I, got a, I got a few friends, and all, all my friends, we all do different things. Yeah, yeah it's I nice. I would love to make like, my own arcade cabinet. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely. That will save me a lot of time. You can, two, two things you can so, do. So you, you could probably hear Pete in the background machine, talking, too. You can have him cut the pattern for you, or you can just, if you, you got patience, you can make your own cabinet. 
I say buy it. Buy a gutted cabinet. Go yeah. You don't even need to gut a cabinet because I can do everything else if for you. you know anybody that takes trips up and down south with trucks, you right, know, it's right, right. great. Yeah. Uh, there's a place in North Carolina. They have a warehouse full of them. I got, I got friends in North Carolina. I'm going to call they, my buddy right after this. Shout out to Khalil. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I did one for my dad because I want to I get a bigger place before I do mine. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you can do the tabletop boxes with the pie, you know, yep. build them into yep. the roll, plug them into the TV. Uh, the next thing right now, I don't know if you're doing it, the fire stick. Yep, you could do that too. Yep. It actually works pretty good. Yeah. I was shocked. I mean, because it's the same thing like drive. you know getting the it's the same thing like getting the, the you know the TV and stuff on there. You just do the same thing. You're just putting something similar to that on there. Yep. So yeah, I'll leave you my email or something if you want. Oh, see, look at that. So so while you're writing emails and stuff like that down, I'm just gonna tell you and peeps, you know, I, like I said, I'm recording live here. I'm let my people know right now. We're gonna do this live right now. I'm gonna get him to buy our shirt and to join our group right in the spot. Okay. So, so listen, I know, you're, he's laughing, he's a little bit leery, right? But I'm going to tell you right now, this group, Only True Gamers, we've been around for about 10 years. Maybe a little bit more, Facebook group, things like that. Um, it's Sickle Cell Awareness Month, September is that month. Um, we don't make a dime off these shirts, okay? The entire cost of the shirt is what it costs for the shirt and actually to put the logos and stuff on the shirt. We use a, a local company that's in my town, I live in West Haven. Um, I know everybody's going to start hunting me down now, right? Um, but we put the sickle cell logo on there and we add $2 to the cost of the shirt. And the $2 gets donated directly to the Southern Connecticut Sickle Cell Association. So you'll see we have that listed on there as well. Um, this is, and it goes in, in my sister's name. I'm good with T-shirt. Okay. I can give you a donation for... Sickle cell I, I'll take the donation. I can do. I gotta go to the ATM you you let me know whatever you want to give at that yeah, point. I don't mind doing it. I don't need, but I'm I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. If you if you give me a donation that's equal to the amount of the shirt, I'm gonna give you a shirt. You're gonna walk out with a shirt. I don't care if you have to let her wear it. I'm gonna give you a shirt because I don't want you to walk out here empty-handed. I'll take the donation. I appreciate that. But if it's an equivalent to this, I'm still gonna give you a shirt. Okay. You can come back around because you're, you're still gonna trans transfer some informations right over here. So, um, but we appreciate you actually talking on the cast again. Give us your name again. My name's Gary. Gary. Kill King Forty on Xbox One. Oh, Kill King Forty. There we go. Astrid. Okay. Thank you very much. Very nice to meet you. Appreciate you guys. Yes, I am definitely out of West Haven. I'm definitely out of West Haven. And um, yeah. I'm not gonna tell you where I live in West Haven. Mm -hmm. Fuck y'all couch. <laughs> but um, that's how we do things when we're down here at the Retro World Expo. Okay. So this guy is gonna come back and give a nice donation, and he'll probably still get a shirt. Okay. So we're not gonna play games with it. Um, we definitely appreciate him, Gary, and Kill King Thirty, right? Yes. Kill King Thirty on Xbox. So go kill him. <laughs> Whatever game he's playing, probably, you know, get him on Fortnite and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, he, he definitely cool. He's an old school guy, old school gamer. Um, you can tell he makes his own cabinets. I wish um, I had the means to do something similar to that. I, I know exactly what he's talking about um, in reference to the cabinets, stuff like that. They actually have uh, an awesome setup here um, for for video game stuff. So yeah, uh, the arcade here is nice. Uh, they have some good tournaments. 
and uh, in probably about 10, 15 minutes, our, our peeps Super Thrash Bros are going to go on. So we're going to go try and check that, check that out and try and set up some other interviews. We got some other people that um, are agreeing to come over. Um, so we're definitely going to try and, um, and, uh, and, and get back with them to, to get them over to sit down. But we're going to take a quick break again <laughs> and go do a couple of things. Check some people out and probably check out the uh, the beginning of this Super Smash Bros. concert. So, um, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Retro World Expo 2018, day two. It's myself, Marlon, aka Hades, and Shywan BKNY forever. Okay, for EVR. And up in this bitch. <laughs> right? Right? Yes, sir. It's the only True Gamers podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. I'm sitting here with Shy Wan, a.k.a. BKNY Forever, or Up In This Bish. Yep. You're listening to the Only True Gamers podcast, and we have a very, very special guest. You know, Daniel Basinia told me he was bringing more, and he did. Several more characters from MK. We got Anthony Marquez. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, he played Kung Lao and who else? Did you play anybody else yeah, in there? Yeah, Kung Lao in Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3, uh, the Wind God in the Sub-Zero Mythology. Nice. Um, yeah, so, and then I was uh, the ni- uh, one of the ninjas in Revolution X. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Aerosmith video game. Holy shit. Damn, I did not even know that. <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah. Damn, you were all over the place. So, yeah, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun doing those things. That's absolutely amazing, man. What, what are you into nowadays, though? We're going to get back to Mortal Kombat because I, I got questions. Okay. So we're going to get back into Mortal Kombat, but I got to know, though. What are, you, what are you getting into right now? You know, so it's all based around martial arts, especially, you know, I've been doing martial arts since I was a, a little kid. Uh, and that opened up the opportunity to do uh, Mortal Kombat, Ninja Turtles, things of that nature. Wow. I still wow. have uh, EKF Martial Arts. That's uh, my gym in Chicago. Nice. Uh, we do uh, Chinese martial arts and mixed martial arts. And, you know, I have Kung Lao and the Scorpions, which is uh, my band. Uh, and oh, wow. I'm currently uh, writing a, a book uh, about the Kung Fu rock star. What's, uh, what's going to be the name of that book? Because we want to make sure we can help you get that out Oh, there. yeah. So the book is titled Kung Fu Rockstar. Okay, and it's cool. Just a, it's just a gathering of stories of, you know, uh, martial arts, how it, uh, how it helped me to do uh, Kung Lao and uh, Mortal Kombat, how it's uh, branching me off into Kung Lao and the Scorpions, and just about how you, have, you know, believing in yourself and not letting your dreams die in the vine. That happens so often for yeah. to so to too many people yeah, where definitely. they want to do something but for whatever reasons you know they find an excuse not to do it well, you know what just like anything else you take one step at a time and you look back in two years and you see how far you've come wow wow that that's definitely going to be um, something i'm going to look forward to awesome um, it sounds very inspirational as well um it's it's always good to to hear somebody um, you know coming up and, and realizing things and, and and actually putting it out there to help other people. Um, our community, our only true gamers community, is big into that, helping other people and um, yes, and uh, providing a, a community of support as well as 
um, you know, play, playing video games and playing against other people. <laughs> and, and again, like, you know, growing up competitive gaming and stuff like that, we have a few people we know that do that as well. But like growing up in gaming and everything, um, you know, we uh, majority of us, that especially people that are in the group, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I can, I can assure you there are a lot of people in the group that grew up playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and um, when we saw that hat fatality, we lost it. <laughs> I'm, I can guarantee you, we saw that, we lost it. It, it was like the first time seeing Kano pull out a heart or the first time seeing Sub-Zero oh, sure. pull the head off. <laughs> you see that hat fatality, you're like, holy shit. Like, you straight lose it. You, you, you know, and it's one of the best times in gaming. Mortal Kombat is one of the best franchise in fighting game history. And, um, well, thank you. And, and, you know, we appreciate people like yourself and, and Daniel Piscina and um, you know you know it, it, it you know it's it's uh, it's a game um, you know then you know you look at it and it's a you know it, it's a video game but but to he, you know to come out and meet everyone and you know uh, 25 years later to, you know to hear hear everyone how you know how it's part of their childhood yes and yep. it's just so humbling that that people still you know have fond memories of uh, those original games uh, you know i can't be more grateful because of that yeah i i mean you, you can you can ask daniel Pacina. i geeked out the first time in my interview with him the first time i had an interview i, I straight i, I was <laughs> like a, i was literally a fanboy because like you know you don't expect to meet anybody like that i mean not saying you know anybody i don't really think i had any childhood heroes but video games are what pretty much saved me growing up so when you see somebody who played one of the major characters in a franchise that you absolutely loved you you sit there and you look at him like wow yeah wow this is this is amazing you know um like at uh, you know and it, again it's uh you know, uh, great to meet everybody. Uh, but there's one story in particular. I met some uh, guy uh, at the, at the last convention, and he wanted to give me this T-shirt. And I thought, oh, that's cool, you know. And he told me that um, as a as a little kid, him and his brother used to play Mortal Kombat, and Kong Lao was their favorite character. Yep. And yeah, that's cool. You know, everything's cool. But then his brother died. And he wanted me to get. He wanted to give me his brother's T-shirt so that you know there's some sort of connection uh, between the three of us. And yeah. you know that That's is awesome. more than you know. It's 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 so humbling. It is so um, just humbling to to think that you know uh, you're you're connected with people on that level. So yeah, I'm I'm totally grateful for you know all of these opportunities. Uh, well, we'll we're definitely grateful for you. Um, you know, Kung Lao was another iconic character for me, at least. I, I, <laughs> and we, and like I said, is there's certain fatalities that you're kind of like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But then there's fatalities where you're like, holy shit, did he really just do that? <laughs> you know, I mean, especially the first, like, you know, two, three Mortal Kombat, you look at it, you're like, holy crap. The, the stuff that they're doing, you're like, wow, this is amazing. Um, well, that you know that was all born out you know just a collaboration between everyone everybody you know uh, like John Tobias is yep. you know such a big uh, you know kung fu movie fan and uh, Danny myself Ho Sung you know we we all we're all in the same kung fu schools together you know since we were kids and wow. then you know there's uh, Carlos and Rich Danny was training them and so just you know to uh, to pull all of this stuff together you know. It, it was really lightning in a bottle, and I'm just uh, glad to be part of that. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's huge. And I know 
um, there's a huge following um, everywhere you guys go. Uh, and I was I was talking to him yesterday about you know trying to get you guys for the interview yesterday, and I know you guys were over there just rocking and rolling. So many people were over. Every time I went there, I think there was only one time I went there and you guys weren't there, but I think it was because you had a panel. Uh, but I went over there and every single time you guys were rocking and rolling. It, it, it's just so much fun. It it is um, uh, a unique situation where you know you, so the, you have all these video games and it's all cool. Uh, but it is uh, difficult to maybe meet Donkey Kong or to yeah, meet yeah. Frogger or yeah, yeah. Pac-Man yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even Ryu or, you know, Ken. But the Mortal Kombat guys are, you know, guys that just love doing martial arts and hanging out with guys. <laughs> so. well, I mean, you guys, were, you pioneered that, though. Like, everything else was sprites. It was all drawn up and there were, there were pixels and animation and stuff like that. You guys were the first to pretty much do that motion capture yeah. stuff so nobody else had an idea like nobody thought we they were like oh we can do this with Ryu and Ken they were like no just draw some characters right, up. we'll put them right. in the game so yeah but I think that you know I think that is the one unique situation where again yeah uh, Ryu, Ken, Donkey Kong, Frogger whoever you know they are they're you know sprites or whatever but yep. uh, the MK guys are you know guys that just like having fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you, uh, you know, Kung Lao is such an iconic character within the video game community. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, along with other characters, but, you know, in, in video games, some are kind of lost and forgotten, but, I mean, Mortal Kombat is such a long-standing franchise that, you know, you just know the characters right away. And anytime we see a trailer for a, a, a new Mortal Kombat iteration, we're just eager to see, okay, well... Is he or she going to be in the game? Because there's a lot of franchises <laughs> sure, sure, that sure, just sure, drop, sure. you know, take certain characters out sure. of the game. It's like, well, what did you do that for? Um, but well, with that being said, what intro or who introduced you to the actual industry? Because I know nowadays it's more corporate. It's more who you know. Um, you know, there's sponsorship and things of that nature. But you know, back then in like the, in the '90s, it wasn't necessarily like that. Everyone was sort of even killed. So. You know who or what introduced you to the actual? Oh, sure, 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 sure. Uh, again, you know, uh, Danny Hosung and myself. You know, we're we're all training in the same uh, martial arts school. Um, I knew John Tobias, but I wasn't as close to him as you know Danny, Danny Rich and Carlos. They, you know, they would play Dungeons and Dragons together. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he told us <laughs> that the last. Yeah. yeah, the last podcast he was talking about that. Yep, last year. So. Uh, so they're doing, uh, you know, uh, they're so they're putting together Mortal Kombat or whatever, and um, supposed to do, you know. So then, you know, they did Johnny Cage and da 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 da, and then, you know, the role of uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero came up, and Danny had asked me if I wanted to do that. But the day before they started filming, I'm in the gym and I drop a a, a weight on my toe. <laughs> And <laughs> so that took me out of, you know, so obviously, you know, I broke my, I broke my foot. I couldn't uh, uh, do the Sub-Zero and Scorpion thing. But uh, in retrospect, I'm glad that that happened. Um, if I did Scorpion and Sub-Zero, I'm sure it would have been fine. You know, it would have been a great, you know, character or whatever. But there's this, what I truly believe is the personality in the pixels. And yes. Danny did Johnny, or Danny did uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero, and those guys are iconic characters. Maybe Scorpion might be the most iconic character of in the Mortal Kombat franchise. Yeah. And 
you know, if I would have done it, I'm sure it would have been fine. Maybe it would have been, you know, very good or whatever. But Danny brought something to Scorpion, you know, and Sub-Zero. Uh, but that gave me the opportunity to, to do Kung Lao in the second game. Yep. And if, you know, think maybe it played out differently and somebody else could have done Kung Lao and maybe that would have been great or whatever. But... Again, uh, you know, there's personality in the pixels, especially those first uh, few games. That sounds like another book, man. <laughs> See, look at that. Look at that. You better talk to your publicist. I'll take 2%. <laughs> All right, let's hook this up. But, yeah, without, without you know, Ho Song being Liu Kang, without um, uh, Carlos being Raiden, without uh, Rich DeVizio being Kano, without Danny being Johnny Cage, you know, these are, again, you know, iconic characters and again with you know with everyone involved this was lightning in a bottle so definitely i mean i I see that just because you know back then now it's it's sort of the norm you know you look at certain games that have motion capture all over the place you know like the latest god of war so you sort of get to know the, the the actors from that aspect you know behind the scenes whether it's on youtube or what right. have you or you know at e3 or what have you but just going back to when you all you know you men and women were actually doing it it's, it's such a trend-setting thing to know that there's actual people yes doing this yes. you know what i mean it's more than just you know we love them to death you know the marios and stuff sure but to know that there's actual people that you know live and breathe like us that you know walk around and eat and sleep just like us doing this stuff well maybe not the skill wise level i'm not gonna say the martial arts aspect i mean if you were in the area i'd be taking (laughs) classes i tell you that right right but just to know that there's actual people involved you know that that's what i mean mortal kombat is sort of on a on a different level compared to a lot of other even fighters sure but and but that's the thing you know when you when you know especially coming out to events like this or whatever you know we're, we're able to interact with everybody and then during the after party there's always you know uh partying involved and i'm not above you know partying with everybody else and that's oh. <laughs> always a good time right. well, well hey let me know when you're in connecticut because i would love to be I'd like yo i got come out drunk <laughs> 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 it's, it's always a good time. Let's just yes. say that. Yes, yes, yes. So now, you know, you, like you said, you you started in, in Mortal Kombat two, doing Kung Lao. Um, what are some of the stories within? Like I know because we we've gotten this throughout the years, the collaborative effort um, between the actors and um, you know Boone and Tobias and stuff. Sure. Um, in regards to like move sets and, and maybe um, what a, a particular character should be wearing as opposed to what they drew him up wearing. What are some of the stories in coming up with Kung Lao in particular, his move set and fatalities and things of that nature? Because like I said, we, we've gotten this already from Daniel Pasenia, uh-huh. but I want to hear Anthony Marquez's oh, sure, take sure, 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 sure. On, on, on his particular character. Okay, so especially with Kung Lao, and uh, this is why I feel so close to Kung Lao. Uh, you know, he's a Shaolin monk. Nice. Uh, he, you know, there's there's a relationship between him and Liu Kang. Yeah. Um, his, you know, they keep, the, you know, when you read about this stuff, uh, his uh, movements are based on, like, you know, a uh, uh, whirlwind or tornado movement. Okay, okay, so let's take all of that. Um, 
from the time I was a, a young child, what I was doing was uh, Shaolin Kung Fu and uh, Wushu. So yes. all of you know, uh, it just the skill set fits right in there. Yes. Um, when 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 Tobias is talking about like oh or some sort of wind movement or tornado type movement, what he's actually talking about is uh, Chang Chan or Long Fist, where okay. this is a, a northern style of Chinese martial art where the energy is uh, generated from the center of the body and comes out through the extremities. This is like a long style. This is, you know, with a lot of turning, twisting, and all of this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And this is that, that without him knowing what kind of style he was looking for, this is that exact style. And this okay. is what I uh, specialized in. Yes. So, so it, it was just, you know, a, a, a great meeting right, right there. So, and then here, here's a, another little story. So, you know, all of the, the movements are, you know, just based off of things that I was already doing for, you know, since I was a young child. Yep. Um, and then, like, there's a, a relationship between uh, uh, Liu Kang and Kong Lao. And the thing is, uh, as kids, Ho Sung and I trained in China together. We were, you know, it wasn't uh, the Shaolin Temple, but the, this, uh, the sports university that we were at. We were, we were there together, we were training together, uh, we were best of friends, uh, our egos were super huge, <laughs> and you know, you can't have two guys with giant egos in the same room, and so, you know, uh, there was, you know, we, we went our separate ways, but you know, we came back together. It, all of that, that, that storyline, the, yeah. the ups and downs of yeah. Liu Kang and uh, Kong Lao, sounds that's like, all Sounds like another I. book. Yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah. like another book. The ups and downs of right. Liu Kang and Kong Lao. <laughs> I'm just feeding you stuff today. Look at that. <laughs> but yeah, you know, being, uh, you know, training in China with uh, with our coach and, you know, just going through the hardships of, you know, the two-day trainings and uh, trying to get back to, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, just the hardships and just uh, forging forging a bond between uh, Liu Kang and Kung Lao and then, you know, him having one uh, view and uh, me having another view and just uh, our our egos getting in the way and but eventually coming back together. Yes, this is this is this is Mortal Kombat in real life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. So, in in like the move sets, um, because we you know when we interviewed uh, Daniel Pasina last year, we were talking about who was coming up with the moves um, and how they how they. Uh, because like like you said it, it comes from a, a certain type of martial arts um, so once you guys have established that particular character and the style of martial arts who decided what moves were going to be added because obviously there's high punch low punch high kick low kick um, and the blocking stance so who comes oh, up with that okay so by the time I jumped in you know uh, they had already you know all of these uh, the the you know the the gameplay movement has has been established yeah like you like you were saying the high punch low punch mid kick high kick uh, yep. you know the fall and all of that so all of that's been established by uh, you know Danny Danny John Tobias and Ed Boone all you know between the uh, the the concept, the art, and the gameplay. All of this has been now established. Yeah. Um, but then when I would go into film, you know, Danny would always be there also. And Danny knows, you know, um, 
Danny knows what I like to do, uh, you know, uh, what are, what the best moves fit for me, and you know, we studied the, the, the same type of style. So he would always, you know, uh, he would, I would collaborate with Danny specifically about, okay, how about if we did this move, how about if we did that move, or whatever. Um, so that, you know, the, the movements themselves would be very much a collaboration between uh, Danny and myself. Okay. Um, when John was talking to me about the character, okay, so, you know, because uh, he, you know, he liked our job and, you know, the whole idea of the hat or whatever. Uh, and he was telling me, okay, yeah, so your character is going to be this Shaolin monk with his hat, da 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 And so, well... I'm thinking about okay, what what can I do differently with this character, and uh, you know because he's a Shaolin monk. All right, and but you know uh, Ho Sang was already playing Liu Kang as a Shaolin monk, so okay, I'm not going to go that route. Yep. But he has this hat, and I'm a big fan of Clint Eastwood. Okay. And you know okay. thinking about like the good, the bad, the ugly. And, okay. Uh, those type of you know the 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 cowboy movies with uh, Clint Eastwood. Okay. And uh, I see where we're going with yeah, this. Okay. Yeah. So it is always, you know, like I say, whenever, you know, I'm, I'm getting dressed in costume or whatever, and I'm still just Anthony Marquez, you know, with uh, with uh, with this costume on. But when you put on that hat, it, it's like being Clint Eastwood. And, you know, you tilt that head down, and you tilt your head up and once you make eye contact with your you know whoever that would be whether it's Johnny Cage, Sub-Zero, Kano you know you're no longer dealing with Anthony Marquez this is Kong Lao that you're now standing in front of okay. and, it, and so that, that whole thing that 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 persona that that was driven because okay how how are we going to differentiate this Shaolin monk from Liu Kang or any of the other characters. And again, this is the the personali- personality in the pixel. You have yeah, yeah. eight, you know, eight frames to get to get a personality across. So how are we going to do this? All right, fine. Or whatever. However, we could pattern this after Clint Eastwood. That's how we're going to do it. Wow! <laughs> wow! I would have never thought Kung Lao was patterned after <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Holy but, shit! But you know, you clean each one, and he looks up, yeah. and he and yeah, and it's yeah, like the, yeah. You know, you're all right. All right. Me, I better think about what I'm doing. <laughs> and, this, and this falls back to yesterday. You can put that in your pipe and smoke. It's, like, <laughs> it's a little inside joke from yesterday, but it kind of, kind of felt relevant right there. It's like, you know, because that, you know, that's one of the things you kind of. You know, associate with Clint Clint Eastwood, yes. but that, but but you would never associate a Shaolin monk with Clint Eastwood. So that's <laughs> there you that's go. so fucking awesome. That's see see, folks. That's the little tidbits of information that you would not have gotten anywhere else. Look at that. <laughs> exactly. Only true gamers exclusive. Look at that. You know, um, it, it, it's just amazing that you get all of these stories later on about all of the characters and how they went about everything, the way they came up with their moves, the fatalities, um, the punches, and even like he he was explaining at one point how Johnny Cage's um, uh, uh, fireball came about. He's like reaching into his bag to throw, you know, some green glob at somebody and everything like, 
I was uh, you get blown away at this stuff and 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 how how much attention to detail it is because like I said like you know nobody would have known that you would have associated with Kung Lao with Clint Eastwood <laughs> it just wouldn't have happened so th- th- it's just wow I'm, I'm blown away <laughs> yeah so but again it was you know very much a collaborative effort but yes. but yeah you know you look at all right Kung Lao it makes sense Clint Eastwood yeah. let's go yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's a little tip up the hat, you know. So, so. Well, well now, um, when uh, speaking of, you know, mind blowing. When you see, because we're version on like three generations now. Sure. Of, of, of families, you know, upbringing. Uh, the, again, it's a long-standing franchise. Yes. Uh, and when we come to something like this, like this expo here. And you just see different generations, perhaps, sure. coming up to you and and recognizing you and knowing you and say, hey, you know, this guy plays the guy that, you know, that we just played last night or what have you. And, you know, he was part of my youth growing up. Like, you know, how does that really make you feel? Because, some again, sometimes nostalgia can get lost and it becomes just that nostalgia. Sure. And sometimes you know, it'll take someone who actually will have to pass away for someone to acknowledge them. You know, like they always say, we would like our flowers when we're alive and not... Sure, sure, you know. sure. Yes. So, so, I mean, you know, when we come to something like this, you know, how does that really make you feel? Like, you know... And again, you know, meeting everybody, just being, uh, being humbled by, by being able to be part of, you know, everyone's childhood or whatever, or even watching this next generation... But in terms of, like you said, generations and legacy and all of that stuff, the the one unique aspect that I have that uh, nobody else in the MK franchise has at this point is that my son also now does motion capture for like the MK, uh, you know, the the newer MK version. Uh, he did the uh, there's that unreleased uh, Mortal Kombat HD uh, game that was. Uh, that, the, uh, that they were working on a few years ago. And this was his introduction to this stuff. He played Kung Lao in that thing. And oh, wow. then, and Mortal, yeah, and, uh, you know, Mortal So was Kombat. this a, was, I don't mean to interrupt you, was this, was this something that they were gonna like re-release the original Mortal Kombat? Yeah, but, but in HD, yeah. oh, uh, a different company was uh, handling this. Um, wow. And, you know, uh, they Exclusive. ran into, yeah, <laughs> they ran into, uh, you know, uh, uh, various problems that they, they couldn't overcome. But my son was Kung Lao in that version. And then by the time they started doing, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat X and, you know, the newest Mortal yeah. Kombat or whatever, yeah. uh, my son does uh, motion capture for NetherRealm now for wow. those games, uh, Injustice, and, you know, Holy whatever shit. else is coming out wow. that That's comes great. out of uh, NetherRealm. So, yeah, you know, you, you, I can't be more proud of my son. I can't be more proud of... You know this uh, this whole MK legacy being a, a family legacy, especially the the Kung Lao character. So. Wow, <laughs> you can't write a better story. <laughs> there's there's no way. That's absolutely amazing. But yeah, so that there's there's so many you know uh, contact points. Whether it's uh, you know the great Kung Lao and the new Kung Lao or Kung Lao with. Uh, uh, Liu Kang, all of these things are, are all tied together. One other thing, though, that uh, if you guys, you know, uh, some of you guys know, know me pretty well, there is 
Okay, so let's talk about Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, and if you know Danny Pacino. Yes. Uh, so, the Johnny Cage character, right? He's, uh, he's all Hollywood, all glamour, glitz, yeah, and, yeah. you know, all about the, you know, the, the party boy lifestyle, let's say. Yeah, okay? yeah. And then you have Kung Lao, who's like the Shaolin monk, uh, you know, very traditional in his ways, very, very much a, a product of Chinese martial arts. Okay? Yeah. But if you actually knew Danny and I, you would know that Danny is such the big proponent of traditional Chinese martial arts. And he, he really is, you know, everything good about traditional Chinese martial arts. And if you knew me, it, you know, I love martial arts, um, but, you know, um, I have a, you know, my my band, and I like to, you know, yeah, to yeah. be in that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're about to flash in, 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 in that Hollywood lifestyle. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's silly wow. stuff like that. Wow, Exactly. If, if you guys at home right now could see the smile on his face, yes, yes, it's absolutely yes. amazing. You know, I, man, I, I don't know how to properly put in words like the, the stories that that I get um, from year to year between you know the, the Mortal Kombat characters like John Parrish oh, was, sure, was last year. Sure. Um, you know, and Danny, we've done every single year. I'm hoping to get him back over here again today before right. everything closes up. We got we got about, um, I think, an hour and a half before everything closes up. So we'd like to get um, a couple other um, people over here. I don't know if Rich is still over there. Yeah, I think Rich took off already. I think Nightwolf okay. is still around, though. Oh, is that Sal, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yep, see, I, I would like to get everybody to come over, um, you know, at some point. You know, to get to get at least a little bit of an interview with with the sure, rest sure, of them sure. as well. Again, like I I don't want to miss any of you guys because it's just the stories are just so amazing. The characters oh, are you. so I can't say characters were because they are still amazing. <laughs> I think I think Nether Realm still does a very good job depicting the characters, but you cannot beat the OG Mortal Kombat squad. Oh well, thank you it's, very much. They're just they're you guys are just classic. Um, and, and as far as I can tell with meeting you guys over the past few years, just really upstanding people. Really good, classy, upstanding people. And um, we, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. Well, thank you very much. We love much. seeing you. You know, uh, again, uh, you know, I can't, uh, I can't be more grateful to be around people. So, thank you very much. Well, hey, you know, we, we love having you on here. But well, we only got like an hour and a half <laughs> left yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with everything. And we want to get everybody else over here. So... I hope you will go over there and tell him to get his ass over here. I will definitely. I don't want to do push that. him too much. I don't want to get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's all you need is a nut right? punch. You know? yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I want to stay away from that one. Still, still in great shape. Man. Oh yes. And a skill set never goes away. Oh no. Oh no. So, so listen, we really appreciate you having. You know, being able to come over here and, and oh, well, thank talk you for on the podcast. Me. Thank you um, for having me. Really quickly, though, we want you to um, you know tell everybody where they can get in touch with you at. Okay, yeah, you could always uh, find me on Instagram, Anthony Mar Anthony Marquez underscore Kong underscore Lao, and find me on Facebook. Uh, and uh, hit me up on Spotify, Amazon Music, 
uh, all of your uh, music outlets and look up uh, Kung Lao and the Scorpions and wow. believe. Awesome. Very all awesome. Right? So I'm, I'm going to invite you like I invite everybody else to join our group, Only True Gamers. Um, we have a group on Facebook, so you can check us out on, on there. Right, um, you, you'll, you'll see the logo when you when you click on it. We, okay. we invite you to have any conversations you want to in our group, even if you want to um, you know, present anything in regards to any tour dates you have, your Sounds band good. and everything like that. It's obviously video game related, so we don't, we're not worried about that. Um, and again, we, we thank you for showing up. Oh, we thank we really appreciate you, you know, coming you. over with this. Thank you for having me. So, hey everybody, Anthony Marquez, aka Kung Lao. Um, my name is Marlon, aka Hades, Shaiwan, aka BKNY Forever, and up in this bish. Again, Kung Lao, thank you for showing up. We appreciate it. Us. Only True Gamers Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Marlon, aka Hades. I'm sitting here with Shaiwan, BKNY Forever, and up in this bish. You are listening to the Only True Gamers podcast, Retro World Expo 2018, day two. That's a lot. We're sitting here right now with a very, very special guest. Listen, I played a ton of NBA jams, NFL Blitz, Showtime. God, I can't even tell you. The arcades were lit. Very special guest today is Tim Kitzrow. What's going on? Welcome to NBA Jam. Tonight's matchup. Marlin takes on Shaiwan! Boom shakalaka! <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Peach. Kaboom! Dude, oh, I wish, I wish I could sound like that, man. I would just walk around doing that all day. Well, it's easy to roll out of bed when you've been uh, playing hard like I have the last few days. I was at, uh, up in Springfield for the NBA Hall of Fame uh, oh, uh, yes. festivities. Nice! And uh, we were playing hard with the Mortal Kombat crew last night. Wow. So I woke up with that on-air wow. voice. Boom shakalaka. Oh, that was more of my NFL Blitz voice, though. Welcome to NFL Blitz 99. Oh, what a beautiful <laughs> hit. He just ripped his head off. That was just his helmet. Darn it. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I could probably do an entire interview like that. I just, just you know, just listening to you do that and pretty much everything, um, you know, that, that, that you've done over the past years. Now... When, when um, NBA Jam was coming about, how did they get you involved? Like, what were you doing at the time that they said, you know what, let's get this guy involved? Well, it's a classic story of being at the right place at the right time where uh, luck and uh, uh, meets preparation. Okay. Uh, I, I'm an actor. I was trained as a classical actor at uh, SUNY Purchase, so doing the classics, my Shakespeare and Chekhov, and uh, never in a million years thought I'd wind up in this business. So I was out in Chicago studying in Second City in the uh, late 80s and uh, as a, a hobby I've always uh, loved playing drums and it was probably my second choice to be a rock drummer so I wanted to keep it alive on weekends got together with a little uh, warrior weekend warrior band and uh, a few of the guys that were in the band were also responsible for putting the music sound effects and everything else into the pinball games at uh, Williams uh, Valley uh, uh, Pinball uh, in Chicago and then Midway Games of course it's a three-headed mo monster uh, Midway Midway Williams and Bally and uh, so I've done about 15 pinball games 
when Mark Turmel came up with this uh, grand scheme to do a, a uh, basketball game, not even supposed to be an NBA licensed game in the beginning. It was just going to be a follow-up to Arch Rivals, uh, which was oh, an animated game. Yes. But he was going to do the new digital technology to get the new look, the modern look, of course, that looks ancient now. I remember Arch Rivals. Yeah. That was, was like really just hammering people. Yeah, and that wow. was created out at Midway also. So wow. it was just going to be a, a basketball game. And uh, then later on, the uh, CEO said, hey, why don't we get the NBA Jam license? And Mark was like, well, I didn't think you'd pay for it. <laughs> oh, wow. So uh, so they got the license, and uh, I was pretty entrenched with the, the voiceover uh, at the company. And uh, my producer, John Hay, who wrote the music, that great score for NBA Jam, uh, and put all the, uh, uh, the speech in the games, he wrote the uh, speech for the uh, for NBA Jam and Mark said hey you know we like this guy he's very versatile uh, and I was a huge basketball fan and uh, being in Chicago at the early Jordan era when oh. he got to town I, I moved wow. to town in 87 and had just been in LA and saw him uh, you know the Olympics 84 yeah, yeah. Uh, you know in the big final you know his, his North Carolina career so to be there in Chicago as he emerged and then watch those weekly games uh, with Marv Albert and against wow. Detroit and against Cleveland, those great series and the Knicks. Uh, so yes, when it gets yes. to it comes to the speech, uh, everybody always asks, you know, what were you doing? How did you approach it? Well, uh, they were taking the images uh, of the basketball games as we knew it, and I was taking the sound of basketball games as we know it because there was really only one voice that time was Marv. Marv, yeah. Uh, yeah. So whether I consciously said I'm going to do Marv, channel him, or whatever, well, his his lines were the lines that you heard every week. You know, he's the, you can hear puts up a brick, yeah, hit yeah. by a bucket, yeah. Uh, Vinnie Johnson, the microwave, he's heating up. He's on fire! Yeah. You know, yep. so that was, you know, the upper wow. register, I guess, I was trying to get emulate that excitement. Yeah. Uh, but then over the years, uh, as I went to uh, NFL Blitz, welcome to NFL Blitz! Had to get a little tougher and yeah, rougher. a little grittier, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when we did the remake of uh, NBA Jam with EA Sports, uh -huh. now I had developed my own persona, which instead of one-line superlatives, like, yeah, yeah. you know, Jams it in, Monster Jam! I started to basically have a kind of a, a, a running commentary one-liners, and it became known yeah. more for the you know one-liners, the humor, the sarcastic kind of wise guy yeah, style. Yeah. So, yeah, like Ray Allen from downtown, and like a fisherman's nightmare comes up with nothing but net <laughs> <laughs> from the from the free throw line, boom shakalaka, and like your mama wearing latex pants, that dunk was tight. <laughs> Pippin' from the corner, and like rummaging through your girlfriend's Tom Tresser drawer, he finds nothing but nylon. Kaboom! <laughs> See, that's the classic stuff that I grew up on. Like, it's funny because I, I you know, I talked to like Daniel Pacinia and, and Anthony Marquez, and like last year we, they had um, uh, John Parrish and everything like that. We, we talked about a lot of the stuff that was going on, especially like Midway and everything like that. And um, I grew up on you know basketball music and fighting games like video games in general but fighting games and you were what i remember from nba jams like i said i remember arch rivals i played that but there was nothing like jams and 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 showtime and stuff like there's nothing like those games nfl blitz um and even today they're, they've been trying to do some of that new stuff and there's nothing like it like you know um they have um, Ian Eagle on one of the new ones. I don't know if you know who Ian Eagle is. He's no. um, 
He's uh, he, he was a big analyst for um, for the Nets for a while. He does he does a lot of their um, commentary and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, he's you, on. You, he's, you lost him when you said the Nets. So. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, thanks. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Oh, no mm-hmm. problem. Come on, but Jason Kidd, Come though. On. Come on. Hey, yeah, man. He was there the other day. That was uh, shout out Jason Kidd. I hope he listens to this. Turn Jeez. that team around. Twenty six wins to fifty two yes. wins. Yes. No. Yeah. Yep. And and you know you're a Knicks fan, so don't don't talk to me, bro. Oh no, I can talk. I can talk trash all day because I'm a Knicks fan. <laughs> I try to drag everyone down along with me. <laughs> you know, some of the, the uh, fun things I was talking with Sal Devita, who's the co-creator uh, of of Blitz and and uh, Slugfest, and of course NBA Jam. Yeah, yeah. What we were talking about is what made Jam so unique is. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of technology that said we were just going from animation to digital just yeah. for the for the, the, the look um, and so it was kind of like you not only had to uh, make a car design a car you had to design and, and invent the factory to make that car oh wow uh, because they could not when they needed the images just to put into the game of players faces there wasn't the internet to go and grab the yeah. images and at some point they were going around grabbing NBA magazines to try to get the right pictures of players with their head at the right angle for them to then take pictures of and then digitize and pixel by pixel. So the the way that the game physically was made uh, was in a, you know, an impossible task. And then it had to be something different and new. Uh, now, of course, we're used to sim games for all the sports. Yep. But back then... They didn't have a plan. They didn't go in. Mark Trammell didn't go in, as I said. Didn't even know it was going to be NBA licensed. Didn't know it was going to be humorous necessarily. Or you knew it was going to be a little crazy because he did Smash TV and he was yeah, irreverent yeah, yeah. or whatever. It's kind of like the Mad Magazine of video Jeez. games. You know, there was a, yep. there was an attitude, a style, but like in lots of things in music, like it was time before the studios knew what the, the kids were doing. You know, the guys who owned Midway Games, they're just yeah. suits. You know, yeah, yeah, So yeah. the guys who are making it, like Mark. Uh, they could do whatever they wanted, so it was an organic process. The, the fact that they leapt higher was only because uh, they found out if they were doing a normal jump, you, every shot would be blocked. So yeah, you know, yeah. let's go a little higher so it gives the defender a little more time, whatever, and then yeah, it yeah. became the same thing with the dunks. Yeah. And then they say, hey, why don't we add these somersaults? And then they had this fire mode from yeah. Uh, yeah. another game, and they said, well, you know, we should have a thing where they're... So it was just like while they're having lunch at Burger King, they go back to the studio, let's grab that fire graphic. So things were being created, and in the end, we put together this thing that no one had ever seen before. So after that... Uh, where do you go and what do other uh, uh, companies do as far as making a sports game or basketball game and that's why Midway owned the market back then because it was more fun and and gaming over the top and then when things went sim they tried to follow to a certain extent they got more realistic more realistic graphics Um, but when you get into playing a two-hour game of Madden or EA Live or uh, 2k that's that's like that's hard work yeah. It's a game, it's competition, yeah. but it's like in the middle, I joke to people like, you want to take a break? Like, you want to take a break from NBA 2K and just play a game? Let's go play some jam. Yeah. Let's jump in yeah. now for a couple minutes, have a couple laughs, challenge each other, trash yeah. talk. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what it's about. So now, like going forward, everybody's coming back and, and appreciating retro games, and that's why yeah. we're here talking. Yeah, uh, definitely. There's definitely. A, a chance that I might be doing a new uh, sports franchise, uh, all four major league sports, but the hard thing is right now is to figure out where do we go because everything is derivative uh, of those arcade games. It's going to be another arcade style. 
uh, because I'm not going to do sim. I have no real interest in doing it, and that's yes. all left for yes. the TV broadcaster. So it'll be an interesting challenge to see what we come up with. I know that NBA Playgrounds came out uh, a year yeah, or two that's, ago. That's, that, I think that's uh, more of what I was talking about. The, the Playgrounds is the one that has um, uh, Ian Eagle in it as one of the analysts, okay. and they, they pretty much do the same thing. They're talking and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, and that was that was going to bring me to a question of what you thought of what they were doing at this point, because they're still doing the exact same thing that you guys pioneered yeah. back in the day and were successful at. I, I mean, to be honest, I don't even think there was a, a, a Jams-style game that you guys put out that wasn't successful. Yeah, no, that's true. And then, uh, you know, Blitz and Slugfest and Hits, they were all just that crazy over-the-top yes. and the extra violence and extra humor. Yep. So, uh, you know, we're really proud of that that, that era. And uh, it, it reminds me right now, I should mention, that there's a great documentary that will be out uh, soon after New Year called Insert Coin. Uh, Josh Sway, who is a, a designer with Midway, uh, and he was in Mortal Kombat. Uh, he's putting together an, a story never told about the rise and fall of the great days at Midway and how they owned the universe for a brief moment in time and then disappeared because, like in the music business, Napster, they were selling hardware, they were selling cabinets, and other people were selling the software, and the, and the money was being made in the quarters. You know, they're only getting X amount of dollars for that yeah. cabinet. Yeah. The guys who are making the money are the arcade, you know, guys. So they had nowhere to go. So they actually had to sell their title to a claim uh, to I make a, 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 you know, a chunk of change. So then that's why we started to go NBA hoops, hang time, uh, showtime, whatever. Yeah. So we, another version. And, and I and I played every single one of those. Yeah. Every yeah. single one of those. Now, now you were a part of all of those as well. Uh, yes, I was. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. This and, and is the NBA on NBC, and here comes Showtime. Yep. 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 See, now, now I remember. I mean, I remember playing tournaments in my local arcade. Um, actually, Shywan, you might remember this when Smiles was open, and they, they were having those um, Showtime tournaments. And I, I was always top ten. I would always get beat, you know, by some dude that, I guess, was way better than me. <laughs> but I was always top ten in that game because I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. Wow. I mean, there was, I, I, again, I'm a basketball guy. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I played a little basketball growing up. I watched a lot of basketball, and I'm, I, I've been a coach for 14 years. And I want to tell you, like, you know, he's the same way. He loves sports as yeah. well. He grew up, you know, watching football and basketball and stuff like that. So we we played all of this stuff and loved it. And it, and like I said, I don't think there was a bad version of those games. I mean, I, I think the slugfest I wasn't too into. And, I, and that's one of the things I really want to see is um, a return to that. But I think if I, if I saw a, some type of slugfest nowadays, it, w it would definitely have to be, I, I think, more geared toward just, you know, I guess hammering the ball out of the park. Because if you notice, a lot of the sports nowadays are going more towards scoring anyways. Yeah. Nobody really cares about defense. I mean, NBA, Steph Curry is putting up three you know, like it's yeah. layups. You know, football now, they're trying to change everything so much, whereas all you're going to get is high scores. Right. Um, hockey is starting to do the same thing. That's why they're really trying to retool the hits involved. Yeah. Um, and baseball, I think they're they're starting to do that as well. Yeah. They, they just want the points. I mean, you've, we've recently just seen um, a game where I think the Yankees got hammered like 14 to 3 or something like that. Yeah. It was something insane. So everybody's going more towards scoring anyway. So if I saw um, a slugfest style game, I would want to see something that's going to be geared towards 
you know, I, I don't want to see any defense. I don't think it's really going to pay pay right. off in a baseball game. Well, the, the fun thing about uh, Slugfest uh, for me was uh, I started to write scripts when uh, when NFL Blitz came along. Yep. And uh, when Slugfest came along with Sal DeVita, yep. he basically just gave me full reign, and except for all the technical stuff of inaction stuff, the uh, generic stuff. Mm-hmm. I wrote all the, the commentary and uh, nice. and I also brought in the talent ke- talented Kevin Matthews from Chicago, an iconic uh, stand-up comedian and uh, disc jockey in the area. Had a great show with a, you know, Brand Mara and you know, Stern and everybody, the big lineup in Chicago. Yeah. And he had this alter ego called Jimmy Shorts for sports. And I'll tell him I can beat you over to having a folding chair. You just can't. <laughs> You got serious mental problems. So wow. we, we got to do this That's hilarious great. commentary. So to me, it was the writing, the fun. Yeah. And uh, when you're, you know, baseball can be boring, and if, yeah. especially for the over-the-top games. So yes. we had Sal doing his classic stuff. You can go to first base and then beat the hell out of the guy and knock yeah, yeah, him down. Yeah. Yep. He had fights from the mound. And then I was able to have that that adult swim cartoon commentary over the top. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and I think that's, uh, again, um, I think that, I think we would want to see scoring and stuff like that. I, but I think now that you mention it, the defense, the way the defense should be played, is, is like some type of mild fight at the yeah. mound. Like when somebody, if a player has to run to the mound, you yeah. should be able to try and like you know dog them, like you said. Exactly. That that and that would be fun again. I yeah. think I think people would start to realize, okay, if basketball can get away with this on a regular basis, then yeah. football can get away with it. Hockey can get away with it. You know, baseball well, the, can get away with to it. To interrupt you there, the reason that the NFL Blitz reboot I did with uh, EA Sports back in I think 2012 okay. didn't really fly because I bought uh, it just prior to that though the NFL said no no late hits no extreme violence yeah, yeah, yeah. they cleaned it up so much it was like guys you realize this is a game this is no, yeah, no yeah. one's going to get a neck injury here yeah yeah and it's like so but they were so concerned like this is a game but EA had to you know go by the rules and so it's such a tame version compared yeah. to the original uh, and I remember that I remember that they're like I was like wait why can I smash the dude while after the right. play's over like yeah. what? what's going yeah. on here yeah and well, that was a big criticism of yeah. the game because yeah. it's like well you already have Madden yeah, exactly. You, know, don't, you don't need to make another mat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, know? yeah you don't. That's so, not what this is so about. So the, right? the fun thing was, you know, my hopes were, of course, to reboot Jam with EA, that it would be a huge success. Unfortunately, uh, it was supposed to be rolled in as a freebie with their EA Live or NBA yeah, Live, yeah, whatever yeah. Their, their title was. But in the end, uh, right before release, they had glitches that could not be fixed. So they, what? And they had invested, you know, $30, $40, 60000000 million in that, that engine, that title. So they couldn't release it, and suddenly the next day they said, well, NBA Jam is available for $69. And the fans went, wait a minute, you were going to give it to us free yesterday. It's an arcade style. It's not, you know, uh, wow. EA Live. So it really angered the fan base. Then the next year they dropped it to 24 or 19, whatever. So now people are like, well, I paid that much mm-hmm. for it. But it's, a, that, it's wow. still a great game. It plays well. But marketing-wise, it was not handled well. They didn't do any TV commercials like it was EA Sports in the game. I was like, "How about EA Sports? You're in the game, NBA Jam." You know, like yeah, and yeah. do some Just take fun over, yeah, and take my humor and put it into a commercial. And uh, you know, unfortunately, it never happened. So the long story short, though, is a few years ago, Michael Mendheim, the original creator of Mutant League Football, a uh, Genesis, uh, a, a crazy apoca- post-apocalyptic football game from back in the '90s, had yeah, a Saturday morning that. cartoon show, trading cards, characters. He approached me. He had that title with EA Sports. And they weren't doing anything with it. So he goes, I want to do it right. I want it back. So he okay. did a, a new version called Mutant Football League. Mm-hmm. And I am 
Grim Blitzrow, the greatest announcer in Mutant Football League history. And so okay. I took over the reins, Okay. wrote the script, and okay. it is crazy cartoon over-the-top uh, futuristic fantasy world with orcs and skeletons and okay. zombies. And that just came out on Steam last year and now is on Xbox and uh, PS4 and will be on the Twitch in a couple days. So Okay, uh, so so that's out currently? It's out currently. Uh, wait till I get home, bro. And, and we went to E3, and you know how E3, no you've got these multi-million, billion-dollar corporations. Yep. We were the booth kind of tucked in the back, and we got a best nominee in show for best game in show. Wow. So well, the only thing we're missing, because this was a Kickstarter, and this is all with Michael's blood, sweat, and tears, a team of six people in the Ukraine. What? He put this game together for under a million dollars, and it looks and plays phenomenally. And you've got me writing the entire script, doing the voices. So I, I, I'm trying to get the word out on that. Listen, I'm broke and I'm buying that tonight. <laughs> when I, I'm, yeah, I, I, when as soon as I drop him off, because I got Spider-Man loaded up anyways, I got to play the hell out of that because it's Spider-Man. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to get home. I'm going to turn that PlayStation on. I'm going right to the PlayStation yeah. store. And I'm, I'm downloading that tonight. There's a uh, YouTube uh, uh, comedy duo that reviews games, Cartoons. I forget their names. Okay. Uh, and they've got like 300,000 views of them playing, watching them play and laugh is one of the funniest things. The wow. best thing you can do with your time is watch that. So if, if you just do, you know, go to YouTube, Mutant Football League, you'll see a bunch of, you yep. know, reviewers, podcasts, YouTube channels. So you can see how it plays. And I did a, yep. a great trailer on it. Go to the YouTube. Uh, I, I don't care how it plays. I'm supporting yeah. the hell out of you. Yeah, so that's great. I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to buy that and support yeah. you guys um damn six guys six guys yeah wow and uh the other fun thing that's been happening this is the 25th year anniversary is i've been uh out after the nba teams trying to get into arenas and uh and work more closely with them so a few years back i did a highlights uh, video for U espn unite uh, a late night show the top 10 dunks of 2013 you can look that up and it, uh, it got all kinds of praise. USA Today, Today picked it up and said the best highlight reel we've ever seen. Wow. So a guy from the Houston Rockets, which is known as the best creative team in the NBA, and they've also got the largest jumbotron, he said, let's do something like that for the Rockets. So they sent me highlights. I wrote, voiced it, went down for their 20th anniversary of their back-to-back -back champions, had all the, the, the champions there. Uh, Silver was there. And they put it on the Jumbotron, and it killed. Next day, USA Today, CBS Sports said, wow. this is the best highlight reel we've ever seen. So I started to get calls from other teams, the Warriors. Wow. I did back-to-back -back seasons, the highlights for the playoffs and finals for them. It's called Dub Jam. And you know wow. what Dub Jam stands for, everybody? Duncan Unbelievable! <laughs> and what does NBA champion Steph Curry have for breakfast? Snap! Crackle, pop! <laughs> nice, nice crisp threes. Start your balance NBA dine with them every day. So, Jeez. you know, just doing fun stuff. Wow. Harden in the lane. Oh, this is a limited time TV offer. Harden, he slices, he dices, he dunks in your face. Announcing the amazing Hardenizer. Beard sold separately. <laughs> now with MVP strength. Call now and we'll throw in this free dagger at the buzzer. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> free dagger at the buzzer. Holy crap. See, awesome. damn, man. So, so I went from how, how video games to How much do you cost? I might. <laughs> you know I'm gonna I'm gonna hook you up with our dude Brian from the Super Thrash Bros because yeah. he want he's been wanting to get into stuff like that for a while and he's phenomenal as well. Yeah, you guys should talk. Yeah, but he's and, he's he's good. And, and just to, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, that, but to finish that thought, it's odd that I'm sitting here celebrating a game that was 25 years ago, mm -hmm. but myself with my persistence have turned it 
into another career for me now yes. working with the NBA and as I said I was at the Hall of Fame weekend yeah, got yeah. to chat with Grant Hill oh uh, Gary God. Payton and I have been talking we were on the radio when he was promoting Big 3 in Chicago and I was promoting yes. the 25th anniversary I was in the studio for an hour he called in they said Gary what's the Big 3 like he goes man it's like that video game you know NBA Jam was like boom shakalaka he's on fire we got a four point shot and they go Gary guess who's in the studio he goes who I go boom shakalaka Gary Payton from downtown he just got his NBA degree from dunking on you <laughs> Dwight Howard, he didn't go to college, but he got his NBA degree from dunking on you. Yep, yep, uh, definitely. So well, we're talking about maybe doing uh, some work together with NBA TV called OG Jam, where we get together with some of the OG guys and we tell stories. We go back, see their childhood gym or coaches, and we bring them into our cage. We, we challenge people to play a little NBA Jam. Uh, so it is, has really become a, a, a fun new career uh, to uh, go from video games to actually working with the NBA, meeting players. I did the lineup for the Rockets that night, did a custom lineup intro and for the Wizards and made a custom lineup for everyone, like wow. for John Wall, you know. He's a whiz of a whiz if there ever was a whiz. <laughs> a whiz with the ball, John Wall. Oh, it's freaking incredible. I, I just have to say, you know, that Midway doc, I've been hotly anticipating yeah. that. And, um, you know, for a lot of, you know, the basketball reference, for a long time, they were like the bad boys yeah. of, of yeah. video games. You know, a lot of niche games. I'm talking even going back to, like, the Rampage games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Know, oh, yeah. A lot of niche, oh, yeah. quirky Narc. games. Narc. 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 Oh, yeah. Exactly. Which was, which was uh, before Grand Theft Auto. Auto. And yeah. it was just, yeah. it was... It was so revolutionary. It was yes. it was like when the the lyrics, the rock lyrics, there was like the campaign against them. People were like, yeah, yeah. what yes. is narc is going to poison our kids? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. it seems tame compared to oh, stuff that's going on oh, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was wild and reckless. Yes, oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, I mean, I commend all you guys. You know, for sticking for to your guns. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And trendsetting the yeah. industry. You know, yeah. Like you said, back then it was a big thing. Now it's like, yeah, it could be a big thing if you know. Unfortunately, something wild happens yep. in the world but overall it's nothing compared yeah. to what we go through now yeah um, oh yeah there's a lot of, of, of good and bad in terms of like the yep. actual narrative of yep. video games oh, yeah. in terms yep. of yep. Um, you know rpgs and things of that nature but overall i really do commend you guys i do have to say to piggyback what often said um what advice can you give a lot of uh other uh, men and women who would like to get into voice acting i know it, it was kind of uh, different back when you were coming up versus now you know yep. it's definitely more corporate i just mentioned this on the last uh <clears throat> piece of the podcast we did definitely more corporate now where you know you have a lot of red tape to go through and things of that nature i know you you've worked in second city and things of yeah. that nature uh, some people will say well you know you have to do something along those lines like theater acting it will kind of help facilitate your voice and, and things of that nature. Well, the, the uh, luxury now is uh, you, you can invest $100, $200, whatever you want to get a mic for your, your home computer and go garage band. Yep. And you can you can play with your voice. You okay. can you can listen Currently to stuff in I'm your using. ear. You can read copy off the, the back of a, you know, a cereal box. Do anything to see what style you would like to do. If you want to be a voiceover actor, you can start to put together your own style and and, and the kind of commercials or things you would like to read or cartoon voices. So then you have an idea before in the old days you always had to go to a recording house to have a demo made yep. and you don't you don't have the experience to practice, they tell you what to read. Yep. So yep. now you can basically do it all your own, just like you can make your own videos, YouTube, everything. Everything yep. is music business. You don't need the other guys yes. anymore. And if you have something good, then you've got it. And you get a YouTube channel or a podcast or something. 
But in my case, I mean, the, the basic overall thing is like, if you're going to go after something, you got to give it everything you have and never give up. It's just, yeah. it's cliche, but it's true because no, I was going true. after acting stage work, wanted to go to Saturday Night Live. But the fact that I kept going at it, kept training myself, kept working at it, making comedy tapes on my own, not yeah. that they were going to go anywhere. I was going to try to shop them to radio stations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I always had my hand in the business. And the, 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 the real uh, story here is that because I still had passion to play drums, to do something creative and not let it die because, oh, I'm never going to do this as a profession. I played every weekend. That's how I met the guys. So the fact that I was pursuing passion for the drums, yeah, yeah. then they said, oh, we do this. And then I put my talent and passion together for that. So the opportunity came by in a strange way, how they how they married. And, but today it's hard. And, you know, even in my career, in the early days, you have to remember, I, there was no perspective on what my what I really gave to the game, except for the fans who were playing themselves. There were no conventions. There was no internet reviewing things. So within the business, as things grew in the sim toward uh, you know direction, they were like, oh, we got to get rid of Tim Kitzer. We got to get we, gotta, we have to get uh, broadcasters. Yeah, it's yeah. like, wait a minute, they do real TV. They're not actors. They're not improvisers. Yeah. And they don't write their material. I'm the only guy in the business who writes his own material and yeah. performs it. Marv Albert replaced me in one of the home versions uh, of NBA Jam, one of the first few, and it just kind of came off flat, and they brought me back in. You know, wow. so and then when we were doing Slugfest, you know, they were talking about different baseball personalities, like it wouldn't fit, wouldn't fit that style. Yeah. So you yeah. know, there, there was a golden time, and and it's like everything music. You look back on the music, the, the rap music, the late '70s and Grandmaster Flash and whatever. Yeah. Kids will always come back and discover what was true and original. And guys like we're, we're making it up with a DJ friend in a, in a boombox, yes. yeah. and you know those stories. That's kind of what we were doing. And now, like to get in that business, you know, or for a lot of years anyway, it's like no, you have to record produce this and that, and then you have to copy the latest trend. Yeah. Well, yep. we weren't copying any trend. We made our own. Yeah, you and that's said it. That, in the creative yeah. arts, you that's what it's trend. about. You got yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Everybody was following you. Right. right. Absolutely. That's absolutely awesome man absolutely right. awesome listen we appreciate you coming over here we My really pleasure. appreciate it you you literally just walked up on us like hey we gonna do this like didn't even stop in front of the booth yeah. he came all the way in and said this is going down right now uh, um we got the drop you recorded yeah. which is absolutely phenomenal yeah. as well this guy is the voice talent i don't care what anybody else says there are way too many people who actually just jump in and do one particular thing this guy does it all um, and we, we really appreciate you stopping in and chatting with us. And uh, the, the, the stories I'm getting that we're, we're getting yeah. this weekend, especially from we're calling it the mid the old school midway table. Pretty yeah. much so that <laughs> that whole section there, the stories we're getting from you guys and the stories I've, I've gotten from Daniel Piscina, John Parrish and uh, Anthony, Anthony Marquez and and now um, yourself, Tim Kitzrow, um, it's It's just amazing to have actually lived in that area and we, we we in that era and we appreciate you guys we really do um, means it means a lot to me it, it's uh you know i've had kids come up to me all weekend and say it's so much fun to meet the the guys behind the games i go yes. it's fun for us to meet the kids the guys the grown-ups in front of the games yeah, right. yeah literally like we, yeah. you know you're playing the game and we're we're so behind the scenes it was a weird thing because as a stage actor you always get that yeah. immediate fe immediate feedback but as a video game guy like you go in you record and it's gone and you don't you don't get the feedback yeah, so yeah. after all these years to go hey i played with my dad or this is the first game i bought with my own money yeah, and yeah. you gave me so many hours of joy and one kid uh, told me he's you know, in his 30s now he goes you literally saved my life i lived in such a rough area that my mom you know we couldn't go out of the house you're afraid of getting shot and it yeah, was, yeah. and if you did get out and you were hanging out he goes i was going to be selling drugs so i stayed in the chinese restaurant across the street 
street that had an NBA Jam machine, yeah. and I literally, he goes, spent a good part of my childhood there, and and I'm a happy person, and I'm alive, and you have something to do with it. And those are That's kind of great. stories that, you know, make me feel great that, that there was yep. and is still a lot of enjoyment. And when I see a five-year-old kid with his dad playing NFL Blitz, yep. you know, I love it. I love seeing the you know the, the full circle. So. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's been, been a lot of fun. Uh, Marlon Sharwan. Hey, you. listen, thank man. You we so really much. appreciate you. Definitely yeah, appreciate fantastic. you guys. We hope that you can come back next year because I like I have a thing going. I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm hoping Daniel Pacini is going to get back over here before this thing ends because yeah. I have a thing going where I get him on the podcast every single year. It's been this is going to be the third year <laughs> running, so he's got to get back over here. And hopefully, we'll be able to come back with uh, Josh Sway and some Insert Coin, and you guys yes. check out Insert Coin. Uh, yes, uh, yes, you know, yes, at yes. Insert Coin right now on Twitter. I'm yep. uh, Tim underscore Kitzrow on Twitter, and yep. all the stuff I was talking about, the videos, it's all on my website, mrboomshakalaka.com or timkitzrow.com. Yep, so but you we, can get we in have there. your card and stuff. Yeah, and, you can and, see the uh, Golden State Warriors videos, the ones I've been telling you about. And we're going to give you the official, the official invite to join our group, the Only True Gamers. We've been running for the past 10 years. Um, just uh, request to be added on there, yep. and we put you in the group. You can talk about all that stuff. You can put all the book info. You know, any any of the stuff that's coming out that you guys have coming out, the right. games you have right. coming out, you, you can put it all inside of our group. And, yeah. and, and we have people all over the country, not only um, even all over the world, to be honest, that are in the group. And, and we're pretty active on, on a regular basis. Well, that's a great invitation to a great club. I, I sincerely thank you guys. So uh, have a great afternoon. Check out Mutant Football League at Mutant Football League. You're going to love it. And I, and I appreciate that's, the you know, you're giving it props I'm, I'm today. You, I'm buying you're that love thing. It. Yes. To the peeps at home, yeah. pick the game up. I'm buying it tonight. So you'll see the number increase, at least one, because yeah. I'm buying it tonight. So <laughs> everybody two. else, get get that game. Hey, Tim, we appreciate you coming through. Um, again, we hope to see you again next year, and we'll stay in touch. You got my information. Yeah. You're going to be a part of the group. And, um, hey, again, I got one thanks, thing man. to say. Yeah. Only True Gamers is on fire. Boom shakalaka. That's what I'm talking about. Sorry, hey, guys. it's your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. This is Shaiwan, a.k.a. BKNY forever and up in this bitch. And you're listening to the Only True Gamers podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, and we are back. I got my boy Shywan, a.k.a. BKNY Forever, and up in his bish. This is the Only True Gamers podcast. We're at Retro World Expo 2018, and this is day two. We have another very special guest sitting here with us. This is year three for me. I'm trying to keep this thing going. Anytime I show up here and I see him, I'm, I'm getting him on the podcast. We had a little bit of an issue getting him here yesterday. He was rocking and rolling over at his booth. We have Daniel Pacina of Mortal Kombat fame, Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero. I know I'm missing a ton of others, like probably all the, the, the ninjas, right? Hey, thanks for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, man, I, I tell you, every single year, you're, you're welcome. You don't have to thank me. You can come here and sit down and talk anytime you want to. Thanks. Your it's buddy, always fun. Your buddy Tim... Man, he came in here on fire, yeah. like literally on yeah. fire. He didn't Boom stop in front. Man. He yeah. just walked right in and said, where am I sitting? They came in here hardcore. Yeah. He commands. <laughs> yeah, man. He commands. Yes. Yes. And, and again, we're, we're calling your section, that whole section over there, the midway table or the midway corner, because you guys are running that section over there. And it's that old school midway stuff that I, you know, myself and Shaiwan grew up on. Absolutely. And, you know, talking to some of the newer guys that have been coming to this, you know, that came this year, like Tim and, and, um, and Anthony, um, just telling them the stories that 
you know, you have told me over the past couple of years, and they have similar stories. It's just, it's so amazing to talk about all this stuff that you guys were doing. He was, and, and Anthony was telling us how, you know, you guys pretty much grew up together and studied together and stuff like that. And I want to hear more. I want to hear more about this. <laughs> this is, it's, it's phenomenal. It's blowing my mind. I'm a fanboy for life now. Um, I got to hear more. Yeah, well, you know, it was just <laughs> hanging out. We'd be going to the movies together, playing D&D &D together. Yep. You know, collecting comics, doing martial arts. Yep. You know, watching my brother, uh, Carlos, uh, John Tobias, and Andy Cadalca draw. Andy is the guy who uh, helped John do the first ever Mortal Kombat comic book. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I remember them uh, going over to Andy's house. They stayed up, like, for three days and just drew and inked that that very first comic it was pretty cool wow yeah this i mean all of the stuff that i'm finding out you know as as a solid adult after you know i mean i used to take the bus places just to get to a, a mortal Kombat cabinet you know we we wow. had some street fighters in our area and um, a couple of NBA jams down the road, one of the main main strips. But we used to take the bus out to a bowling alley that was like two towns over. And they were the only one that had Mortal Kombat 2. It was like the first one, and the only fatality, I think, was like Molina or something like that. Um, and we, we, we used to go there just to play that game. We used to you know, hop on a bus, 75 cents at the time, um, and go down there and stay for hours. Never bowled. Just played Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Lose it. Throw your corridors. Yep. That's it. Yep. Man, so, so like, I, I'm, I know Shaiwan's got questions. I'm going to let you go because I've, well, I've, I've talked to him for I mean, two I, years now. So it's so. not to sound redundant. I don't want to ask the same question. I just want to run a risk of asking the same questions. I just want to thank you and... Uh, you might as well say entire Midway because I was just saying the last piece. Midway was sort of like the bad boys yep. of the video <laughs> game industry. Yep. You know, I mean, you just check the whole history and just, you know, you just start naming names and it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, me not really having, you know, me and my mom, we moved around a lot. So all I had was video games and comics and things of that nature. And I swear, when Mortal Kombat and a couple of other games just hit, that, I mean, I just. I got broke from <laughs> so many quarters <laughs> yeah, in, quarter into these time. arcade machines, yeah. and um, you know I just want to thank you guys for for just having the, the 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 skill to actually be in these games and to you know just actually come out now after all these years again. It's like three three generations now. Yeah, yep. You know you'll see grandkids yep. with yeah. their you know with with their parents with their parents. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm sure it sort of makes you feel good up until this day. You know, I have to put words in your mouth, but yeah, thank you. Know, you know, to just thank to just you. see that, yeah. hey, you know, you it know, is we, awesome. we, we really make old. an impact because you know, I, I never really saw that thought of that perspective in terms of you guys are you know in a studio, in a booth, you know, uh, and you're not you don't see the real impact until you go out in the public. Yeah, and then you start meeting real people, and they yep. might tell you their stories or, hey, when I was a kid and this and that, like I just did. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, man, just just thank you for. Well, for, well thank you. Thanks you know, for enjoying the work. A, an enjoyable childhood. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually fun being being on geek. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, absolutely. It, I mean, these again, 
you know, we, 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 pr we probably like rehash the questions every year to you um, in regards to movesets and, and the characters you've played and how the fatalities came out. I know like every year we, we, we rehash these questions somehow, but the stories behind them are so phenomenal that even like you said, he doesn't want to rehash the questions. I'm still fine with hearing them because again, we're going to get new people that are listening to this podcast. There may be somebody who didn't listen to it, um, you know, a couple years ago, or maybe caught a glimpse of it. Maybe they don't realize, you know, how many people we actually get to talk to at these Retro World Expos, and they maybe they have haven't gotten a chance to experience that Mortal Kombat, and then they sit down and they hear this stuff, you know, for the first time, and it's like, wow, they put a lot into it in order to make such a successful product and to still get that love to this day like i'm gonna i'm 100 gonna give you guys love every time i see you thanks so anytime i walk up I'm, I'm looking forward i tell them every year i gotta go i gotta go um uh, come right in come right in chris we're gonna sit you right down Dude, we got daniel Pacina. i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a chair anyways i'm gonna stand up and give you a chair that mic works so we're gonna plug you right up take that chair and sit right down Oh, so he's going to leave and not come back. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to get him a nice cushy I, I was, Yeah, he's going to yeah, get a cushy I chair. I don't blame him. I should have kept the one we had for the guests, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These chairs are murder. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, um, just hearing the stories again is perfectly fine with me. Um, and, uh, you know, I apologize. You know, we, we're trying to get everybody squeezing at the same time. You know, he runs around a lot. That's Chris Crone, the guy who sets everything up. Um, the headphones are right there, Chris. Um, so we're, we're just we're just gonna we're gonna tag everybody in. So give me one sec so I can put your. I'm gonna unmute you so you can talk. Um, let me know if you can hear yourself there. This is all live, guys. I can hear myself. Okay, yeah, adjust that microphone any way you want to. Okay. Do anything you want to. Make sure you can everybody can hear. You can you're, you're gonna talk. We got Daniel Pacino over here. I'm pretty sure. Um, you know who he is because you probably set everything up for him to be yep. here. Um, you guys probably hung out last who? night anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, a yeah. little bit, yes. Yeah. Watch out, man. You don't want to get hey, your ass hey, kicked, bro. Easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> I want to see him versus Kung Lao. That's what I wanted to see. I want to oh. see who's going to win that. Uh-oh. What? What? Daniel, is he was that? Yeah. No. No. He doesn't want to um, Yeah. Tony was telling a story. Uh, somebody asked him that. Hey, do you guys ever spar? And then uh, Tony went through the stories of how many times I knocked him out. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and made, I, and, so you. And I didn't feel bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know that. Did you guys used to train together? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we trained together. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, see, these, these are the stories we get. Yeah. We, we, we get a lot of really good stories in regards to, to all the stuff that went on with Mortal Kombat. We just talked to Tim Kitzrow as well about stuff that was going on with like NBA jams and um, NFL Blitz and NHL hits and everything like that. And um, we love getting all these stories. Yeah, actually. This is three years, and we've been trying to get you on for three years. I know, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I get pulled in a million different directions. Oh, I know. And then I was actually I walking around here for like 20 minutes trying to find where your booth was. And I'm like, oh, you must not have been here. I'm like, oh, where the hell I, you know, I, 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 I probably ran off to um, um, catch the guy Super Thrash Bros. Oh, gotcha. Um, but I'm here. Yeah, yeah. So, so Daniel, um, I know one of the times we talked, you had a special project you were working on, and I think you were saying uh, it was, was supposed to be some type of fighting game. Are you still involved in that product? And if so, how far away from release are we? And if it's out, how the hell did I miss it? 
Yeah, it's not a, it's not out, and it's kind of like we're still hashing it over. It's 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 a little more difficult than uh, than we expected. Okay. You know, is it is it animation or? Uh, no, it'll be like a classic. Like okay, a classic like the, the like the mocap and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and you know, videography and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, me and this small group, uh, you know, we have other jobs, so a lot of times it's oh, yeah. like you know, hard to get get together and, and plan out things. Yeah, but I, hopefully, I, uh, I totally understand that one. Hopefully, once we get get uh, the pitch ready, we have a couple people who are interested in backing it, and then we'll see we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it just because um, your involvement um, and the fact uh, that you're also a master martial artist. Um, that to me in itself says let's sell a million copies because I want in on that. I wanna I wanna see what it's gonna be like. I wanna see is it gonna be the old school violent gory stuff? What are the move sets? Who are the characters? What is the name of this project? Can I get any type of exclusives? Actually, uh, not really, because we don't even, like, we haven't even really kicked around a name. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay, you know what? I'm going to start hitting up your Twitter with names per week. I'm just gonna please. I'm just going to feed you a name per week, one per week, and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Anyone out there, too, you know, hit me up on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Master Piscina or Master D Piscina on Instagram. Yeah. Any definitely, suggestions definitely. are cool. And, uh, Chris... Like I said, th- you know, three years we've been trying to get you to sit down, and yep. and, and the, the first year I was a hot mess. Anyways, I was I was over ecstatic just to, I, I got Daniel Piscina to sit down. So I was a total hot mess. I was like a fanboy. Everybody could see me like geeking out and everything like that. So I don't know that it would have been a good idea to have you on that year. <laughs> but um, you know, between last year and this year, I know you, you're just running around and everything. I I gotta ask you because I know you're, you're good friends with my good friend Chris Chris Boone. Yes. And. I've known you for a number of years. Haven't really hung out or anything like that, but I've known you for for quite a while. Yep. Um, how did you come up with this shit? Oh man, this thing. It was just a passion and a dream, probably about five years, maybe six years ago. Um, okay. So I own Retro Games Plus. I own the, the yes. video game stores. Yep. And at the time, this area, Connecticut. Honestly, at the time when we started this one, and the idea between New York City, Connecticut, Long Island, New York. Yeah, really down to Philadelphia. There was no other retro gaming conventions. We started up this one about the same time that like a video game con started. Yep. Retro Long Island Retro Gaming yeah. Expo started. Yeah. Uh, retro Game Con. We all cut. We're, and we're all friendly with all of them. All four of those. We all nice. started exactly at the same time, like wow. four years ago. Um, but it, it and it was kind of surprising. We all had the same idea at the same time. None of us knew each other. I, I was um, just about to say that. What are you guys talking behind the scenes? If somebody just stole an idea, because that happens to me a lot. <laughs> I, I think we all saw, saw and felt that there was a niche. Retro gaming yeah. was uh, coming up at that point. Um, the market was kind of hot. My stores were doing good, and yep, I just yep. looked at Connecticut and said, "We need to do one of these here." So I, yeah. I teamed up with a couple guys, Lance Cortez, who you know, nice. obviously Daniel, um, which I'm thankful to him for the relationship of bringing you here. Oh yes, um, I'm thankful. Yeah, <laughs> so that's am all, I. That's all yeah, to do yeah. to Lance, my partner. But um, and so we we it would started off as an idea. I actually had to drag Lance into this partnership. Yeah, I had to yeah. convince him to be a partner, and um, luckily he did. And I got a couple other partners, and we. It just, uh, what I've learned at these conventions, it just takes time and doing it over and over again and yep. ironing out the kinks, getting good guests like Daniel, yep. marketing. And, and this year of all the years, I, I, you've been coming here quite a few times. So yeah. I, in my opinion, I love this year the best, to be honest. Um, I think it just was a, a great layout. 
We had a good turnout. Um, good. Uh, I was just pleased with it overall. The arcade was good. We had the yeah. main stage. The auction yeah, went yeah. well. The yeah. tournaments were awesome. Our tournament organizers did awesome this year. We had great guests again with Daniel and uh, Rich and Tony coming out. Um, there were some things we would change, but uh, overall, I'm pleased with it. And attendance is up almost 30% this year, so I'm happy with it. The only thing I think you should change are these high curtain things. Too high? In our booth. Oh, so Just why our did booth. You guys well, even, and look, and even these, uh, we were complaining about this before, like, because we were talking about the, the flow of traffic, basically. Um, and, and I think it's because we might be in a different area than we were last year. Yeah. Um, but the way we, we were set up, and this is legit the only real gripe I have, and, and, and the fact that this lady has four boxes here, they got to go. Um, <laughs> but even for him right there, he's had to get stuff super high up for anybody to really see. And, and yesterday's traffic for us wasn't that good because I think people didn't come around this corner because it was kind of blocked off. They couldn't see anything. Now, you can see our shirts and our sign from that direction. Mm -hmm. I'm pointing people, so I know you can't see me. We're on a podcast. Right. But I'm pointing in that direction down there to the southern end of the building, where, whereas when you're coming up this way, you can see the sign. So if you walked in, chances are you either went straight down and then came around, or if you were going down this lane, you didn't turn down here. The traffic yesterday was a lot less than today. Sundays are always slower than Saturdays. Um, that that's odd. We got a little bit more today. I, I feel like there was more in this section today. You know, in the flow of how the the, the con goes, I mean, yeah, it yeah. seems like it starts off in the morning, everybody's up here yeah. in, the, in the exhibitor area, then they go to guests, and then they go make their work, work their way to the back. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of ebbs and flows a little bit. But we had to have this wide open corridor yeah, yeah. behind me to yeah. uh, let get. That was a fire thing. So oh, okay. If it was yeah, my yeah, choice, yeah. I would block it off and have to have everybody zigzag back and forth. Oh, to get yeah, to the yeah. Back. But, yeah. Um, so we try our best. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, this yeah. is our first time in this space. I take in, I'm, as I'm going around now, I'm taking yeah. notes on everything. I, I ask everybody, give me, subjects, give me yeah. suggestions, um, whether it's from guests or exhibitors yeah. or tournament guys, everybody. And just yeah. I take notes on everything. Yeah, and we I just try we, to change it for next year, I, as I, best we can. I, I want to stay in touch through, uh, through email, too, just to, because um, um, I know my buddy Pete is the one who got the booth for me. Um, so I'm going to need to be included on whatever so i can get this set up next year as well sure. i want to I make sure i take the reins on everything and, and set it up um but even like when i was coming across to um master Pacinia's uh setup over there like we like we were calling it the, the midway corner or the midway table setup where they were they're pretty much running everything they got you guys were killing it come on yeah I, they I were was really killing happy. it yes that corner flow, over there, busy the whole day. They had you guys look everything. like Hollywood superstars. They, oh. I, took, I like your glass. I always liked your glass. But then Tony came in and he's got his glasses on. I'm like, oh man, this guy looks like a Hollywood superstar. <laughs> yes. And you guys are so. Yeah. I mean, but you, you looked good over there, man. Yeah, I man. Gotta, like I, I went over yesterday at least three times trying to get them, and I, I felt bad the last time. I'm like, I don't know if I should do this this time because they're just killing it. Like they're they they had a lot of people over there, and it, it was just. Good. It was a good look, man. It was just a good look. You yeah, had, good they were flow. in the costumes and everything, taking all types of action poses. I was like, these guys are rocking and rolling. I, I mean, that, that midway corner killed it. Yes. Definitely yeah, killed every, it. Every year it's fun. You know, every year we get, you know, people come out by, say hi, you know, just chat. Uh, yeah, I really have no complaints. <laughs> we, we love having Daniel, and this is our third year, third yeah, year yeah. now. Yes. And, um, 
I, I bring it. I brought it up earlier, but that relationship. Lance reached out to Daniel, yeah. and yeah. I know you guys do a bunch of other shows. I saw you out in California. <laughs> so yeah. I ran into Daniel oh, at a wow. show, okay. retro yeah, gaming. Yeah, yeah. You moved I, out there, I, right? I, I live in Cali now, and I was yeah. at retro SoCal Retro Gaming Expo, and there I see Daniel. Wow. And Daniel goes, "Oh, we're going out to Japan. We're doing this. We're yeah. doing this. Wow. Doing all these expos." And I go, "What was the first expo you did?" And he goes. Yours. Yours. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Really? God, I feel yeah, good about that, man, yeah. to know that you guys came here first. So they're like, um, we have a good relationship. Yes. Love these guys. Yes. I, I'm so. And next year, I plan on uh, trying to bring uh, uh, Sonya Blade. Uh, oh, Liz please Malecki, do. Liz Malecki and uh, oh. Kevin Singer. Yeah. Uh, Katana Malina. Oh. oh, really? Get some new faces, yeah. Those yeah, are... Awesome. Every 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 year we try to change it up. Yeah, that would be awesome. And, and it's funny because I was I was talking to Anthony about that as well. I, I was saying like he told me every year I talk to him he tells me I'm bringing more next year I'm bringing more next year I'm bringing more and every year like clockwork like last year you had John Parrish. Yeah. I love we had that awesome. interview. I love that interview. I love John. Um, and then this year I show up and not just one you got like two or three extras with you. I'm like, this is this is absolutely amazing, and it's a different person. I, I, I wish we could have got Rich over here. Um, I wanted to, to chat with him and Sal as well. Um, we're, run, we're definitely running out of time because um, I know you guys are closing up soon. And, and you know, we don't want to keep you too long anyways. I know, you know I've been trying to work this out, and I, I'll do better next year. It's you know, kind of my fault. I had a really bad week. Um, but I love this expo. I absolutely love Thank it. You. And yeah. that idea I pitched you last year, Chris, I'm gonna come back with a solid pitch. That was just me spitballing stuff, but I'm gonna come back with an actual solid pitch, and I'm gonna expect an answer. Refresh you my memory. You don't remember? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I know you don't remember because you got too much going on, <laughs> just like me. Refresh. Me. So, so only true gamers wants to be Retro World Expo's official podcast. Okay. So I'm gonna come up with a legit pitch. Okay. And I want to answer. Can't give it to you now. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're gonna see the pitch. You're gonna see the pitch. It's gonna, there's gonna man, be a wind up, season. and then there's gonna be the yeah, pitch, and then I, I'm I, yeah, because because man, this it's it's good to work with people in the area, and even like with our shirts and everything. I, I don't make a dime off of these shirts at all, so we sell them just to do um, donations to the Sickle Cell um, oh, Association in, in Southern Connecticut. They're yeah. in New Haven on Whaley Ave. I know you know New Haven, of course, in um, West Haven area. Um, and we don't make any money off of those. We take $2 from every sale and we donate to, to Sickle Cell Awareness. That's um, awesome. I so we, we use everybody in our area. So when Chris told me about this, I was like, holy shit, I need to be a part of this um, because you're a guy that was out of our area. Vios makes our shirt. Vios is out of our area. They're right out of West Haven. So we try to work with everybody. If you look on our board here, our sponsors, every single one of those sponsors are from my area. Every single one of them. Um, shout out to Jack Burton with Expert Tech, Jason Emery with Kyle Clothing. Um, and who's my last one? Big Boy Trivia. Big Boy Trivia with um, Craig Ventura. They're all out of the area and they've all agreed to work with me um, you know, to, to help put the word out for everything. So um, we like working with people in the area and all of the people that, that are involved in our group, a lot of the people in the community um, that we've been running for the last, like, 10 years at least, the majority is from our area, the New Haven, um, Connecticut area. Um, and they all know Mortal Kombat. They all know all the characters, all the actors. So like when we have these guys on the podcast, they absolutely love listening to it. They give me suggestions. Um, shout out to David Rodriguez who, who was here today giving us suggestions on things to ask people. Um, 
just and they're just all people that are in the group and all people that are in our area. So so we want to work with people like you and we appreciate people like you um, who, who pioneer stuff like this. So I want to say thank you. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted you on the podcast. So I wanted to thank you in person. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Sorry it took me three years. <laughs> the last Dude, you're, you're on fire, man. <laughs> Every time I see you, you're like speed walking, yes, running. Yes, it's he's crazy all over doing the these things. You just get pulled in so many different ways. But I love it, man. I love being yeah. here. I love... And I love doing this. I love kind of slowing it down, taking a break here yeah. and there and doing it. But I, you know, send me what your ideas are on the podcast. I'm open to, I'm always open to new ideas. Yeah. So I'd yeah, love to definitely. hear I'll you definitely do that. Um, but we are running out of time. We got, obviously you guys got stuff you got to do. I know, Master Piscina, you, you want Get to. Get out of here. I, 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 <laughs> I, I hope it's okay that I'm calling you Master Piscina. Is that okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I know you got stuff to do, and you, you guys probably have to clean up your section as well as us. I know everything's closing down at five today. Am I right? Uh, doing five five? Yep. So so I don't want to keep you guys. Um, I listen. I you know we really appreciate you guys coming over and taking the time, even though it took three years. I'm I'm gonna haunt you with that. You know that, right? Um, and 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 Daniel, you know Master Piscina, please. You know next year when you guys come here with all the extras you're gonna bring next year, let them know. You know to come to to Only True Gamers booth. Um, check us out. Our our community. They are more than welcome. Everybody who we've had yeah, on the well, podcast, we've invited to come to our group. You yeah, guys are more than deserving. Arrange, uh, arrange before the official opening. You yes. Know, while we're setting up, we can, you know. Yeah, we can, we can lock that in, even through email yeah. or Twitter or something like that. Um, you can take another card with my information on it. It has my email address and everything like that. And if you have a card, I'll take yours as well. I know I'm, I'm linked up with you on Twitter, I'm pretty sure. Um, and maybe on Facebook. I don't know how much you are on Facebook, but I, I'm pretty sure that I have John Parrish on Facebook as well but I'm going to get everybody um, situated and we'll, we'll, we'll all and I can just contact Chris I'll get all your stuff yeah, from Chris yeah. as well yeah um, thanks for having me but Shaiwan anything he's I'm just soaking it all I like your shirt man oh, thanks, I've never seen that one before it, I liked yeah. it What's it say at the bottom? Control, Control freak. freak. Oh, I like it even oh, more now right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shirt <laughs> Thanks brother Yeah man <laughs> But yeah man we appreciate both of you guys coming in. Um, Daniel, I apologize for just dropping him in your lap like that. I, I needed no, to get no, him down good. here. Um, I know you guys know each other, so it's probably easy. Um, I appreciate you guys coming in. Um, so, so Master Piscina, really quickly before you go, just let everybody know where you can, uh, where, where they can find you at. Yeah, on Facebook, it's Master Piscina. Yep. On uh, Twitter, it's Master Piscina. And on Instagram, it's Master D Piscina because I didn't remember the password for Master Oh, you had to make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to, like, log in, and it kept on rejecting me over oh, and over yeah. and over again. And then yeah. I was like, you know what? You I got to say to that, right? Yeah. Toasty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fatality. So, yeah, yeah. Hit me up if you guys got questions or anything like that for next year. And uh, definitely, we'll get a, definitely. We'll get a good, good group going. Uh, Chris, uh, let's do the same thing with you. Tell everybody where, where they can find you and maybe your, your store locations. Uh, so I have four stores, uh, three in Connecticut, Retro Games Plus. You yep. can find me down in Norwalk, Orange, Newington, Connecticut. Nice. Uh, been there, been in business since 2011. Nice. Um, I just opened up a new store out in Huntington Beach. Uh, same wow. name, Retro Games Plus, from Beach Boulevard in beautiful Huntington Beach. If you're ever out there on vacation, and wow. stop by. I actually have a lot of people that 
visit the stores here that are like, hey, I'm going to be out in California. Wow. <laughs> I want to stop by. One guy over here, not even joking, he goes, hey, I'm, I have a layover in L.A. I'm going to Japan. Can you open the store for me at 4 a.m.? <laughs> wow. I go, that's a little bit early. Yeah, that's <laughs> I do it up till 2 a.m., but 4 a.m., that's, that's deep into that's the night. That's a little excessive. <laughs> I don't know if I can get that's, with that's you That's no that joke. So. Right. Wow. Um, How much are you going to spend? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's right, true, too. Right. You're going to have yeah. to give me a C-note ahead of time. Was, that was the correct question. I yeah. <laughs> well, see, we're helping um, each other out. And then uh, for the Expo, RetroWorldExpo.com. Nice. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all at RetroWorldExpo. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, well, uh, again, I thank you guys for thanks. coming through. We'll I really you appreciate you guys. Again, this is Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, and Shaiwan, a.k.a. BKNY Forever, and up in this bitch. And you're listening to the Only True Gamers podcast. This is Retro World Expo 2018, day two. Um, we're going we're gonna to call it quits for the day. Thank and you. This will be up later in the week. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, Marlon. Thank you. Please appreciate post rep- Thank responsibly. You. Later, peeps. And we are back. We are getting ready to close out the show here. This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, with the Only True Gamers podcast. We have Shaiwan, a.k.a. BKNY Forever, and up in this bitch. You. Um, yeah, this is the Only True Gamers podcast, closing out the Retro World Expo 2018, day two. Um, a lot of stuff, uh, just a lot of stuff to talk about, man. We just we had a lot of people on here today. Some good interviews, uh, a lot of stuff going on in the main floor and everything, and um, some good panels and things of that nature. So everything just literally rocked today. Absolutely. Like four interviews, uh, yeah. all awesome yeah. guests. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know. I, I think people are going to really, really dig the uh, Tim Kitzrow. Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely slayed it. He, absolutely. he killed it. He was, he, yeah. he was dope. He was dope. And you can tell he literally knew exactly what to do audio wise which is great i'm gonna try and stay in touch with him because i want to step my podcast game up which means vocally i need to step up right you know my game in order to record because you, you can tell like the way i'm recording right now i'm kind of close to my microphone this is normally how i like it um, moderately close um but for him you can tell like he was just lamping the yeah, mic was just chilling on a table and he got clear crisp audio like what yeah that i, I noticed that too and i was just experience you know what i mean experience oh, yeah. in the business oh, yeah. experience i mean it's his forte but also just because he's been in the business for a very long time and you know it's, it's just effortless oh yeah it's just effortless like i said it he, he probably could have been like two feet away from the microphone. Yeah. He would have sounded just as clear as if he was as close as we are. Right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah, just as clear. I don't know how he did it, yeah. I, I, and I want to know because that, and you, you probably get stuff like that from like going to places like CSB or something like that. You probably learn because you're in front of a microphone all the time. I, I actually. Once I got into this, I really enjoy being in front of a microphone. Um, I, I think I think I caught the bug when I was working. And shout out to my boy Chris Brown. Um, uh, haven't haven't really seen him in a, in a very long time. But Chris Brown went to CSB and worked at ninety four point three for a while. He had the, the num- number one afternoon show, um, and I used to go in there with him every other minute and just sit there with him and work the boards until I actually got my own show on a Sunday. And I failed miserably. Uh, I, I can't say failed miserably. I had people tell me I did a pretty good job, but it, w- it was around the time when Aaliyah died, and I was I was like a, a huge Aaliyah fan, so I kind of fell off the wagon. But um, 
Yeah, shout out to uh, Juan Castillo as well. That was my program manager. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I gotta say. He is, he is who he is, though. Big dude, you know, big name. But, um, yeah, in regards to the, the, the expo, everything everything is dope, man. Like, you know, we're in the, we were in the process of cleaning up a little bit, and I was like, damn, we kind of forgot to do, like, a little outro. So let, how about we just get back in there and do a little something just to let everybody know that the day was good. People made a lot of money. The people that were or, um, chilling with us in the booth over here, um, they made a lot of money over there. I don't even remember the girl's name or, or anything like that. I apologize if you end up listening to my podcast. You know, the only true gamers, if, you know, if you listen to it, I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, they, they did phenomenal over there. She does phenomenal work. She was selling the potions. Too bad she didn't have the adult potions, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, and and, and some shout-out to my boy Pete, who's over here as well. Um, Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank yeah, man. For, thank you for coming. Thank you for uh, being here and getting all the cool, awesome guests. Yeah, man. And, yeah, uh, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Retro 2018, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it, we're, we're closing things up. You leaving out the back? Yeah, Are you we're, going? we're leaving out that way through the... Uh, Okay. Okay. So, okay. So that's okay. Oh well, my car isn't closer to that. I gotta leave and pay to get out. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna do the loading dock thing again. I think yeah. it'd, it'd be easier. Um, but yeah, man, today was just phenomenal. Yeah, it was, it was, it was phenomenal. awesome. Uh, you know, I can't express it enough. It was a fantastic expo. Um, both two days. It was a two-day event. Yep. Sa- uh, yesterday, which was Saturday. Today, which is Sunday. Yep. And um, you know. It, as far as we're concerned, our best day was today. Yes. But, um, you know, again, just gauging the crowd, uh, gauging the vendors. Yeah. Um, it, it was a fantastic two-day event. And, um, you know, un- un- unfortunately, it took me this long. Uh, it took me three years, four years. Yeah, this is the fourth one. The fourth one. You know, it, it, it took me three years to get here. Yep. But uh, I, I certainly, uh, Lord willing, I will be back for uh, 20, 2019. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely planning Looking on coming ne- next yeah. year as well. Um, this this today you know, again, you know, there were some flow issues with, and I think the you know, floor design or whatever. I don't know who comes up with that portion. Um, it might be, might need to be tweaked for next year. And like like Chris was saying, it, this was his best year, and they said the uh, traffic was up thirty percent or attendee. You know, they were up thirty percent. Which is great, and we um, were enlightened about um, you know the reason why one of the main reasons the layout was the way it was because yes. of uh, you know f- uh, a fire fi- fire hazard yeah. Um, yeah you know preventativeness yeah um, so yes. yeah I mean everything's always a work in progress when people start looking around and say hey you know you can't do that anymore yeah. so yeah. you know it's, it's perfectly understandable again I don't have a problem with the with the high curtains, Marlon does. Maybe there will be a happy medium for 2019. I hope so. But, but um, he was even wondering, too. He's like, yeah, why is that even there? Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why but it's But I, I do know one thing, though. These 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 four high boxes won't be here for 2019. Yeah, because I, I, I think he uh, side-eyed <laughs> that, too, once we mentioned it. <laughs> right. I was like, the Asian right. lady over here with yeah, the boxes, yeah, I mean, you know. You know? Like, Come on, man. You know, Fuck all that. Yeah. You need to get rid of them boxes, yo. Yeah, for real. And I've never seen them once go in the box. No, Boxes not at all. all. It's like, yo, put your stock back in your truck. And you know they're not empty because they're collapsing on each oh, other. Oh yeah, right. Exactly. They're ridiculous. You know, Absolutely so, ridiculous. You know. But yeah, there was a lot of a lot of cool things. I actually, um, um, I got a couple shirts. Please um, to the exit. I paid for expensive beer. 
Yes. And I, I still have yes. some snacks for myself Again, um, when I get home. $24 worth of beer, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, like two oh, yesterday and one 27, today. $27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $27 worth of beer. So uh, that's, you know, that's, that's not good. That's a 24-pack Yeah. if I want it. But, you know, I mean, I'll feed the beast. I'll give yeah. them money, whatever. It's all right. Um, so I, I got, I got um, three regular Nintendo games, NES games, um, just because my son had bought me a, a, a Nintendo a while ago. Um, I haven't even plugged it in or anything like that, but... Um, I, I got Street Fighter 2010. Um, Legendary Wings I found, yes. which is great. Um, I love those two games. And pro, then pro, um, wrestling. pro Wrestling, which is a, definitely a classic. Absolutely. So I got three games that I wanted. Um, I didn't finagle with the prices or anything like that. I just figured just give them the cash and, and get out of the way because they probably dropped them a little for day two anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm satisfied with my purchases and even missing the Tekken tournament. I was over there giving some commentary or, and talking. There were some people playing. I think they were running the Tekken tournament when I was standing over there. And I was talking to this kid. I think he was going to play um, in a little bit. And we were talking. We're, we're both Katarina fans. I, f- I finally got nice. her name down. We're both Katarina fans, and we were talking about the miscues. I don't know how this guy even won the match at that point um, because he was missing so many opportunities. And me and this kid were just talking. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's just go back and forth. And we're pinpointing how this guy is missing opportunities at winning matches. Um, but, yeah. Um, I, I, ne- maybe next year if there's tech in there, I'll play. But as of this time, I, I can't, I can't do it. So, um, but everybody's closing up now, so we're gonna have to get out of here. Um, we're almost packed up. Shawan did a good job of um, getting everything pretty organized while I stepped outside. I, I thought he was off, and uh, when I came back, I was working on getting this situated because power got pulled. I didn't know, uh, so we had to set something up properly again. So, yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna sign off the, yeah. you know, day two the weekend's over retro world expo is over next year's a new year we'll be here um hopefully we'll have a better spot um hopefully we'll have more members in the group hopefully we'll we'll, we'll be able to um get more members from uh you know more actors from mortal Kombat and things of that nature Absolutely. but um yeah you, we, we we're not gonna no, well, they listen to the podcast. You already, you already mentioned it, but uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to next year because he's going to have the ladies of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yep. Sonya Blade, Hopefully, Katana. Maybe. Yeah. I hope so. Next year, uh, <laughs> I hope gonna so. It's going to be a big thing. That that'll be huge. That'll be huge. I I'm I'm looking forward to next year as well. Right. Right. Um, you know, shout out to everybody that that actually was able to come in and and uh, sit down with the podcast. We have you know Chris Crone and Daniel Pasinia. Um, Super Thrash Bros, Tim yes. Kitzrow, yes. um, Anthony Marquez, um, all these people that came and sat down. Uh, shout out to Pete Kenshin1913 for sitting down with us um, and, and discussing a few things. Uh, we, we just really appreciate everybody and the support. Um, again, my name is Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. Shaiwan, a.k.a. BKNY forever. And up in this bitch. And you guys have been listening to the Only True Gamers podcast, Retro World Expo 2018, day two. In the books. Thanks for hollering at us and, uh, and thanks for your support. Please post responsibly and later, peeps.